Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey everybody, Todd Glass here from the Todd Glass Show here with my good friend Jake Adams. You know, Jake, I got some news today you're not even going to believe. What is it? I'm so excited. Well, T-Fury, you know, of course, they're the original pop culture t-shirt. Destination selling unique designs every day since 2008. Shut up! 2008? Shut the fuck up! Well, I... I know why. Shut it up, because that's crazy. Well, I know what you mean, because you don't want to go to a company that just started a year ago. Not that they won't lead to great things. I like 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, 12, 13, 14. They know what they're doing. You can snag their shirts for only 24 hours starting. What? 24 hours? Midnight tonight. Shut the fuck up, Shut, right? Oh my, 24 hours? All right, listen, something about T-Fury else, I, I want you to know more. T-Fury shirts cover all your favorite topics and fandoms. They've got everything. Fandoms? Fandom shirt, sure. gaming, sci-fi, TV, movies, pop culture, and more. What else is there? What's the more? I, I, there is, I don't Tell know. Tell me what the more is. Well, I don't know what it is right now. Oh, God, I need to know. Well, you need to know what? I need to, need to know what else there is. Well, it just says more. Well, there's got to be something else. Well, I have to. I, I can't tell you now because I don't know. Well, but, that's just it. All right, well, let me finish the ad. Come on. You can't interrupt an ad like this. It's very unprofessional. Listen, uh, let, let, let's get to the chase here. T-Fury, these are good people. Here's what you got to do, right? And by the way, you can, um, their T-shirts, they change daily. So, so check back as often as you'd like. I got seven of them on right now. See? So listen, check out tfury.com slash Nerdist and see what today's shirt is all about. T-Fury. Oh, I love them. Anything else you want to say about T-Fury? I just want to say that T-Fury makes, are so comfortable that it just makes you want to say, sick tits. God bless you and God bless America. And guess what? Here comes my opening to the show. Well, well, well. Funny seeing you here. Hmm, what a coincidence. Bumping into you. And when I say you, I mean you. No, you. 
no, no, no. You. That's right. You. See? And you too. All of you. And then you over there. Funny bumping into you here. <sighs> well, you can't say I'm not entertaining. <laughs> Ew. Watching Seinfeld right now, it's so funny. Um, so anyway, okay. Uh, Gabe, our normal trumpet player, was not there today, but JJ was there, and uh, he was great. He was really great. JJ. To find out if he tweets or something and give you a link to that. He was really good. Um, and then Graham Elwood was our guest. I thought that he was. we were going to pass out. He was making us laugh so hard. God damn. He's funny. If you see he's at a comedy club, you should go to his website and see where he's performing. And then you should fucking go. Because... You know, because what the fuck else you got going on? <laughs> I laugh at my own jokes. Sad, some people would say. Um, all right. Remember, I'm coming to Good Nights in Raleigh. Am I saying it right? It's like the week after next or something. Not the week approaching, but the week after that. Mm-hmm. All right, next week, Tom Martin family show well it's a fred stoller is going to be on a show and then we're going to have two two-part show but anyway but but we're there's a podcast the week after next we're just going to have a never don't even worry what i just said don't even worry don't worry all right listen um enjoy the show I think I said everything I need to say. All right. We're going to have a good show next week. Start talking about some stuff. <laughs> My body. Uh, not yet. Aristotle, you doing all right? Are you? Why don't you answer? You should record an answering and then put it in right here. Hey, Aristotle, how are you? I'm fine. Oh, good to hear you're doing fine. Now I'm going to listen to the show and see what you did with that. Okay, everybody, enjoy the show. Goodbye. Now entering Nerdist.com. Oh, my God. What is... the fuck are you assholes fucking okay. doing? We're about to do a goddamn podcast. Listen to this, folks. Get it the fuck right. Who the fuck are these five weirdos Listen to sitting this. around a goddamn... This table? is my manager. This is my manager. He does not know that we're recording him. Listen to, what he, listen to the way he yells. Listen. Don't you guys fuck this up. All right? I, I know, but we're starting to... He does not know, I yeah, swear to you. Think, Todd, Todd be I know, Graham. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just be like, Ooh, My manager, I mean... He's going to be great. Todd's great. Just get up there and be great. Everybody, everybody listen around. Get around. Let What's Todd your name for this bit? I need a name. Johnny. Johnny. You're my manager. He's my manager. Back to the bit. 
He does not know where we're recording him, and this is what he's like. I want you to hear it. All right. I know, no, no, no. Fuck tonight. This doesn't help me relax. You fucking relax and be up there and be fucking funny. Get up there and be up there. I'm not on stage. Get up there and be funny. Sit in your goddamn podcast. This does not make me want to perform. I I can't even fucking do it now. Todd, do you know who I've got listening? I've got Earwolf's uh, assistant's going to be listening to this, all right? The Earwolf assistant, I've got him locked in. <laughs> I know, but I can't relax when you come in here. This is what you do when I perform. Okay. And I asked you. Not, I'm not, I'm, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm calm and react. You're all overreacting. I'm I, trying to get you ready to go. Do, do you what know, you just said a minute you know ago. Do you know what I can't relax. We got candles lit. You come in here you telling know. everybody, relax. It, it can't, you can't. I have just... the guy that's second in charge of making iTunes stationary. Do you know what that means? He's a direct link. All right? Printed iTunes. That's the next level. Okay? Think of what I'm trying to say. Just do your fucking, do your, fu- do your funny thing. Just be like, ta, woohoo. Come. Is that what I do? Yeah, yeah. Just play us. Don't you play a song or whatever? Cue up 15. Let's fucking get it. Oh, done. I love your version of what I fucking do. It's great. I love it. Todd, I've been a supporter since the beginning. <laughs> Every time. A very funny guy. I love that guy. He's so, he has no idea what, how it is to perform. And you know that he's like Pause a, it for one second. What is it going You know that this guy is, I don't even want to say mid-level manager. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, he doesn't get, he, he doesn't, he, he doesn't has, do anything. He has no juice. He is always wrong. Be careful. With All right, that. I know. Um, oh, he's wrong at everything. At every, at every turn. Every piece of advice. Every piece of advice, every business move, every time he thinks he's like checkmate, you know, he's yeah. fucking it up for you. Remember one time you told me you go, I you go, I've got people from the animal planet here. <laughs> <laughs> for you doing stand up. Like yeah. well, how's that gonna help? How me? are they really? Are they doing a comedy thing? Go ahead. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. If you Fucking call me back this time. Hello. Don't call me ever again. Hello, is Josh Jodrowski on the show today? Sir, yes, he is in the studio, please. Hey, it's Zach. Oh, Zach. Listen, man, I really want to come on that podcast. I've got stuff to promote. Comedy Central presents Todd Glass. This is fucking exciting. Todd Glass. Ryan Regan. Oh my God! Again, again! Um, shut the fuck up! If you don't want me to do seriously, shut the fuck up. Just, I don't know. Let me know that. This is fun. This is such beg? a big deal tonight. I don't want to tell you why, but you can't come on the Todd Glass show. What you, you did to me was wrong. Mark Marin. Tricked me. I'm supposed to go on and talk about my Comedy Central strip. Oh, what's this? Tiffany, Tiffany, whatever they fucking call it. This is so. This is the real deal. Look at this. Look at us. Look at us. I'll go for that. Oh Jesus Christ! I mean, excuse me. I know you're a man of the Lord. <laughs> First of all, Graham, I'm gonna say I'm gonna start by saying this. I, I and I I am so excited that you were here. I all day I was giggling at things you might do. I was literally giggling. I was made pretending things I would say and then you would say it. I go, by the way, I'm not gonna try to lead us down that path. That would be the only destruction. But in my head all day I'm like, oh Graham will do this, and you already did the thing perfect. You give Graham let me tell you something, you and Eddie Pepitone. If I was, you know, like, you would be my go-to if I was, you know, a big director doing, uh, you know, 
You know what I mean? Like you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. take direction well. You take comedic direction. You tell you, you do it, and then you fucking do it. Eddie Pepitone <laughs> does the same thing. Like, oh, Eddie, maybe you could do this. And he fucking delivers. And it fucking, then I get happy, and everybody's happy. It's good business. When your mother's happy, everybody's happy. You know that thing they say about the mom? When mom's happy, everybody. Yeah. It means she's a bitch. Yeah, she's a fucking royal pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. And that house sucks. Oh, yeah. That's an awful house to live in. Yeah. Well, how about when everybody's happy, everybody's happy? Yeah, why do we all got to dance? For that? She's the, you know, you know she's she like has a crazy temper, you know what I mean? Like keep mom happy, yeah. otherwise she's gonna just fucking you stupid cocksuckers, and she's just gonna beat you up and shit like that. Graham Elwood's our guest, and we'll be back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like to make a big deal about things. A lot of shows don't do that. You lob out a gem, and then you know, and then they just fucking forget about it. Okay. Let me rip through this. <laughs> First of all, I'm very happy to be here because uh, I, I say that every week, but I am every week. This is, it's this fun. is, it's a, it is fun. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an intense. Oh, look, I've been through. I've said it all. Um, I know I have these names up here. I don't want to be paranoid. You guys are, uh, uh, Alan uh, Strickland Williams is here, and um, uh, we can give a nice round of applause. I like to, you know, some some member became unhip to do anything. Oh, you don't, uh, you know, you don't want to applaud, you know. Yeah, we applaud for people. And Josh, and I'm, I'm going to have Androsky, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and maybe I want to, I want to tease this because I told uh, uh, Alan and Josh, I said, why I have Graham on the show this week. Why don't you guys just come? You get the, you know, the the energy of the room, and then you guys come back next week or whenever you can, the week after. And that's I want to tease the audience with this because I think I like teases, and we'll find out what the tease is. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> That so, was so, way too loud. I know. We'll lower it a little. I have it on so uh, – well, we'll explain uh, JJ in a second over there. Um, he's uh, with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> I want to say no, he's not. What am I, a horrible comic? You're the worst improviser. You create a premise and then kill it. Because I'm afraid, like, no, he's not. Like, oh, you know. Yeah. No. So you're like in an improv. You're like, hey, we need a place you'd go to work. And I'm like, a fire station. Yeah, we're in a fire station. Ah, that should be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we need another one. All right. Ah, I don't want to be at a fire station. Yeah, who wants to go there? Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I, I, I feel like I haven't been here in a while because we were – oh, so when next, when the, next week if you want to do it, it's fine, sure. both of you. Uh, uh, Josh, uh, how many years ago was that that you know what I'm going to talk about, that you were on The Price is Right? Uh, that was 2012. And he did Mushrooms. Oh, nice. And he didn't know he would get picked. And then I watched the video. It's like – and you know what I like the most about it? And I don't want to tell anymore. Drew is a great. He's he's not Drew's like a comic. Like you can tell yeah. he's he's liking it. Yeah. He doesn't know he's on mushrooms, obviously, but he knows he's a character, and he's like just really you know. And you can tell Drew's just like eating it up. By the way, I love watching Drew on that show. He's great. He's great. And he looks and it's exciting. And he and he you can it just I don't know why I like watching him do it. It's fun for me because he's having a blast. He's just like I mean the story on it too. They were they offered it to me. He's like I don't want to do that, and they kept offering him more and more money. So he's like. Okay, you know now I'm going to buy a soccer team. That's what. So that's the same thing I heard. There's, yeah. I'll just do fun things because you know he's got to be. He doesn't need money. I heard he gets all his money with Jerry Seinfeld, and they rent a bouncy balloon. You know those things you can have the mm -hmm. the parties in, and you bounce up and down. All the kids go, and they put all their money in there, and they jump around. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, I saw it online. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let me rip through this. Let me rip through this because once I rip through this. I'll feel better. So give me, I mean, you know, say whatever you want. I don't care, but I'm going to rip through this really quick, okay? Um, 
Uh, in... <laughs> Say anything you want. That's what you want to say? That I didn't mean that. I meant if you wanted to win. I really I knew you were like, I gotta rip through this, and I know as a podcast host, like we gotta get through some business. And and I and like we just did a show today for comedy film nerds, and their guest saw that, leaned back in their chair, and as the host, I was like, Okay, good, they know we'll get to them in a second. And since I knew you needed to do that, I just had to ruin it. Not even a joke, just a dumb noise. I always think, oh, I always want to not do this now. I go, you know what, I'll do it on the opening that I do at my house from my phone, you know. But I'll feel better if I get through this now. Just give me five, you know, set the clock. I'm going to go through this very quick. Um, What's this? I don't understand my writing ever since Kyle Irving. What scene? Since? This is embarrassing for me. In what sense? Oh, I thought that was, well, you know, somebody says a word you don't know, you can always go, I don't know why I thought this was like funny, and then I've started to realize when you could use it. They say a word you don't know, if you don't want to admit it, you just go, like, in what sense? <laughs> and then they have to explain it. You nice. go, oh, now I fucking know. Nice. Uh, um, Katie? It's like, it's like just going, how do you spell your name again? Oh, <laughs> name? Bob. Yeah, B-O-B. Oh, B-O-B. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What did you think it was? How would you get out of that? I go, yeah, it's Bob. What did you, how did you think I spelled? Well, no, I, I thought it was. I thought you were going by Robert before or Bobby. Oh, or you're good. Oh, slickery dickery duck. Huh? That's right, motherfuckers. <laughs> Our guest is Graham Elwood. <laughs> Josh Androsky's here with Alan Strickland Williams, ladies and gentlemen, who's going to tell you possibly anywhere from one to twenty jokes. Also, sitting over there is Aristotle. My friend JJ's over there. And young Jake Adams. Fade it out. Okay, let me get through this real quick. Um, Katie Dinner. What's Oh, nah, that's not that important. You know what? I'll put that. I'll put this over here. Does anyone have a pen? I can put it over here. I'll feel better. I went out to dinner. It's, it's these things that I put on my thank yous. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do this later. Well, I'll talk about it now. I went out to dinner with my niece, Katie, and she's 22. And uh, we're sitting at the restaurant. I had met her at her house when I was in Philadelphia. And I smoked a little pot, and then we went out to dinner. It was great. We went down to South Philadelphia, and we walked around. It was just awesome. She's, you know, it's great when your nieces and your nephews turn into your friends. And um, so we're at the restaurant, and I'm thinking inwardly, what do people think of this relationship? But I think that's just in my paranoid head. Then right. out of nowhere, Katie, my niece, goes, "What do you think people think of our?" Relationship? I go, "Katie, that's what I just thought." So I go, "So, so then all of a sudden, by the way, everything I'm saying is true, but my perception of it might be a little off kilt because I'm." Smoking. So then out of nowhere, either I'm paranoid already. It looks like I'm an, old, you know, an older guy with this 21-year-old girl, and uh, which helps my image. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's right. I'm fucking her. Anyway. <laughs> um, so uh, so um, that's, that's gross if it wasn't. It, well, it's my niece. So, but anyway, that's the joke. So, uh, <laughs> so, it's, uh, it's gross but funny. Yeah, it's gross but funny. Let's call it what it is. <laughs> gross but funny. Oh, we could be an improv troupe. Gross but funny. That's all they do. We'll be back with Graham Elwood. Gross but All right, listen. So, so all of a sudden, she says really loud, she's just talking. By the way, everything I'm telling you, she said it was true, but I'm worried at the volume at the other tables. If they're already thinking what's going on over there, she goes, oh, my God, have you ever had uh, uh, grape vodka? I'm like, oh, my God, they think I'm talking about grape vodka with her. Like, she looks, and my, my niece looks like she's 16. 
So then she gets a drink, and um, she, she, goes, she goes, I should have smoked a little with you when I left. I said, no, nah, no big deal, you know. And then when she gets her first drink, she goes, oh, good, this will loosen me up a little. I'm like, Katie, please do not yell these things really loud. <laughs> and then she tells the waiter, remember when you got me drunk in high school? Just like... <laughs> With grape Kool-Aid. With grape. They're thinking, he's talking. They don't know she brought up the grape Kool-Aid. All they hear is grape Kool-Aid. They're like, that motherfucker's offering this, that girl grape Kool-Aid. Grape vodka. Grape vodka. Grape vodka. But anyway, then she asked the waiter. She goes, uh, she goes, can I ask you a question? And I go, Katie, do not. Do not. I knew it. She goes, what do you think like of our relationship? I go, okay, he thinks there's definitely something going on. That's why we're paranoid and we're covering. So anyway, uh, I ate aggressively and left. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so there's that. Uh, my niece listens to the show. So, anyway, um, O'Neill uh, put together a best of the show. Uh, his name is O'Neill. I like that name, O'Neill. And he put together a best of the show. But he did it really good. You know, there's so many best moments that you can't just, you got to do it this way. So, here we go. So anyway, that's going to be on our on our on our bonus reel. Oh, There's great. a best of show. We just layered it. There's so much shit you can't just do one at a time. We had to layer six shows on top of each other. Give a little more of that. These are these are genuinely moments from the show. And uh, but um, I like so much. All right, there's that. All right, move, come on, let's move on. I want to get to Graham really quick. Um, uh, when I was in San Francisco, uh, this uh, gentleman by the name of Adam, who listens to the show, Adam Flowers, every night gave he he sent a song in, and every night I walked out to this song. I loved it. I put my jacket on my finger, like you know, old school, like you know, you'd see, like you know, like over your back and right. you're carrying it on with your finger and I walked out with a with a with a pin spotlight on me following me to the mic His childhood home of Philly seems somehow drab and gray and something's often more Pause it for a second in all fairness to my – so you tr respect my comedic ability. I did – we did – it's okay, but we did start the song where you're going to hear here. We edited this part out and we started right. Keep going and I'll tell you where. Smoggy hot L.A. It's depressing on the road. Fighting hecklers out in Davis. They can't compare to our city by the Here's when I, ladies and gentlemen, Todd Glass, and I strum out on Welcome, the. Welcome, Todd Glass. That's gorgeous. I know. What's this guy singing? To San Francisco. I was in my glory, Adam. High on fresh air. So, Adam, it was every night I Is think you were there. Is Adam's voice? Yes. Dude, He's got a great voice. That's amazing. I know. I want that. Kind of song in every city I go to. I know it's exciting to walk out to that. But anyway, don't get me started. Um, so thank you, Adam. That was that was really appreciated. And then somebody gave me this. Do you, do you know what I've said this before? But like I, I I am the people that come out to see the show. I'm very happy with who they are. I'm proud of them. I, I'm glad. You know, over the years we've heard radio people that go, oh, they make fun of their audience. Oh, they're so stupid. Like yeah, they're that's who you draw. Right, right. Now, I get it. Some people draw a double audience. They have their smart audience and then the people. I get it, and it's not their fault. It's just maybe they did some work that is out of their control over the sure. audience. That there's, there's exceptions. But when it's only your radio show, 
It's not like, you know, like you're a great stand-up comedian, but then you did other work that then those morons right, right. come out to see. When it's only your radio show, how do you not sit back and go, yeah, that's our audience. You know, it's we our fault. We cultivated this. We cultivated this audience. So, um, so, so I'm really happy. And they know I like – somebody gave me this after the show, like uh, – and I, I – I, I love it. I love this thing. It's it's a Mr. Rogers thing, and it has these. Please, won't you be my neighbor? And then it has. Do you ever talk about love with somebody you care for? These are all things he said 40 years ago. They all make sense, even though they're on a, a silly little recorder here. I think I'll make a snappy. Well, not that one, but I this. Discovering truth will make me free. Mr. Rogers was saying that to kids. I know, and it was I, that's God, beautiful, Graham. I love you. I love you because you're because you're you 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 think the same way I do about it. Like you're like he said that to kids. He was saying that to kids. He wasn't. Yeah. He was, you know, and just that show. I by the way, just so you know, real quick, it wasn't when it was on where I appreciated it. it was, I wasn't a kid that watched it. You might go, well, wait a second. Then why do you? It was later in life when I realized as an adult, like, oh, how 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 forward thinking he was. I think, I think I I. I'm not as dumb as you. I think that I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the most genuine comment. You're so genuine. You just said you loved me. Please won't you be my neighbor. I think I'll make a snappy new day. Do you What's ever it? talk about love with somebody you care for? I hope you do. It's great. I know. I, I think... I remember watching it as a kid and I liked it because, you know, he had he had kid stuff, you know. Uh, King Friday and all that stuff. And then as you get older, you do start to really appreciate that. You go, wow, the 70s was this time where hippies ran TV. And it was just like, it was amazing. And people thought he was, they didn't get it. I don't mind if you, you can make fun. If you love something and you get it and you get the brilliance of it, yes, you can make fun of it too. But I don't think when they were making fun of Mr. Rogers on any shows that they really got. And I'm not saying you can't do both. You can admire someone. You can hold them up in high regard. And that doesn't mean that you can't tease them. Right. But I don't necessarily know if they knew how brilliant and important that he was when they were doing those bits about him. I mean, that was the era we grew up in in the 70s. And you watch shows like that and then like the Free to Be You and Me album where Rosie Greer sang It's All Right to cry like that was that was amazing that was amazing that he did that you know this big football player did that i don't know yeah no no i'm with you i'm with you i think i think that it, anything like that is uh is is, is a, and it is helped a... raise a whole generation of pussies oh. <laughs> <laughs> i just totally turned it the other way <laughs> so um this this uh, uh okay that's good well adam thank you um that's okay you know what I realized, and, and again, this is going to be quick, but I, but I just thought I made a weird analogy here that might make sense. I, I think I figured out a weird analogy how to explain Bill O'Reilly. He doesn't understand. Like, you know when – if you, you might know this, you might not, but once I explain it, you'll get it. Like, sometimes if you're a dentist, you understand that there can be pain over here, and you're like, oh, your right side of your face. But a dentist understands that it could be – the tooth could be over on this side. It's hard to explain, but a dentist understands there's diverted pain, and it's, it's, it, your tooth hurts on this side, but the pain for some reason, sure. and he gets that. So you have to understand that. Bill O'Reilly doesn't understand that. Like, what surface looks to him like something, he doesn't understand that there might be deeper explanation to what I get with the way he, his mind thinks. I get it. I get it in his mind. He thinks it's just so ironclad. Like, no, my tooth hurts over here on the right side. 
So what are you fucking telling me that the pain's over there? Right. But a dentist is like, it is. I don't know how to tell you that. And he goes, and when the guests leave, he goes back to his original thought. No, 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 no. There's an explanation to this. And if you follow me, it's not always that easy. You know, and he doesn't get that. He just, in his, the way he looks at things, he's not able to, like, go. I, maybe. I'm not giving him a compliment. No, you no, know no, no. I know what you're saying. I think, I don't know that it's, that he's just has this sort of uh, whatever myopic vision or tunnel or whatever. I think he knows exactly what he's doing. I think he went to Harvard and I think he's, he's like, I know how to push these buttons. That's sadder then. Yeah, that's worse because he's making an active choice to be this, to, to be evil. You know, he's making a choice. He's like, I know I can cash in by, by playing on people's fears and just doing that, which makes it even worse. Because, like, I mean, I, you probably, I probably believe Rush Limbaugh probably believes what he's saying. He's just a you know what Rush a, Limbaugh. Asshole. You know what he makes me want to do, and I don't know if it's enough to excuse it. If I'm going to say what I don't want to do, I never want to be the person that goes after something that has nothing to do with why that person's evil. Their weight, their if they're bald, if right. they're if they're if they had some other troubles in their life. That's not why you hate them. So don't go after something that has nothing to fucking do. With why you dislike them. You dislike them because of their views. Don't go after other things. With all that said, and I'm intelligent enough, he makes me want to go, you. Every fat, blubbering, right. dumb, squashing, fat, fucking, dumb opinion. And then I go, no, 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 no. And then you think, well, I just did it on the show. But maybe I didn't need to erase that. Anyway, um, okay, so we got that. Uh, that, Bill O'Reilly, that wasn't worth talking about. Oh, by the way, did you see last night they had a swim... Uh, they had the, the uh, uh, national um, Sports Illustrated swimsuit, like the 50 years of Sports Illustrated. Mm -hmm. And then when they were talking about it on Good Day LA, a friend of mine told me. No, I watch it. Um, <laughs> I flip around in the morning. I'm a flipper. And they said it's, it's like weird because they had these awards and it was a made up. They were made up awards. They were the 50. You know, they were coming up. Kathy Ireland for the, mm -hmm. for the most memory for whatever this. And they go, they're made up. They're all made up. And then I thought about something. I go, yeah, they're all made up. So are the Emmys. Right. Am I right? Or is like, is there, is there, you get like the, yeah, yeah. like, why, why is that anymore? You know, why is that? They're all made up. What, 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 which was, so if, if, if the Sports Illustrated, and you know what? I should tell you this also. I did think it when I was watching it at night. I thought, is this like a real thing? But then I go, yeah, it's just as fucking real as anything else. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what, what are the Emmys more real? The Golden Globes? Are they, well, how are they more real? Are they appointed by God? No. Are they, are they in our DNA? Are these awards, you know? And then the other thing, it made me think of the real and the fake. Uh, a friend of mine for, uh, well, it's a, it's a very typical Halloween costume, but he dressed up as a priest, and he went to the costume shop to get his thing. And I thought, well, where does a real priest get his thing? Not at a costume shop. Why fucking not? Because, oh, no, no, mine's not a costume. Mine's real. No, it's a costume. Let's not be foolish here. You're, no, 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 no. That's a costume you wear it for Halloween. Mine, I'm appointed by God. So I don't go to a costume shop to get my collar. I go to a store that gives factual clothing out that represents who we are as people. Factual anyway. clothing. That's what it's called. There was a there was I was at the uh, at the sketch fest uh, as always. I fucking love hanging out with comedians. Festivals are like especially and I'm sure it's the same for you cuz you are you're on the road a lot. You don't get to see everybody. You're just sort of on the road. Maybe you know the other act, especially if you like you booked them on the show or whatever. But it's it's you don't get to hang out with ten comics. And that, you know, I was at Sketchfest uh, two weekends ago, and I was just like, fest 
comedy festivals are like a high school reunion or something. It's so much fun. Like I said it before, but you know what I always say? When I complain, I try to give the same amount of time to being positive. And there's so many comedians that are just – I just get giddy yeah. every night being around them. And I, and I, and I just – just, um, you know, this, it's just great. It's just so great. It is awesome. Like, I came out of a party at Sketchfest, and Joe Wagner was walking up the street with a, be- with a wheelie suitcase because he just had gotten out of a cab or something. He just looked like a homeless dude in San Francisco. <laughs> and I immediately just start giggling because he's one. I have, I have two friends that if I hear a certain song, I call them and play it. And Joe is that um, Coldplay song uh, where they're like, Ding 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 ding. I don't know the, I don't know the lyrics, but it's always just like, and and it always seems like they're flying, you know. And I, so I so I anytime I, and you can't. The rule is, there's that. There's um, big country by big country and wanted dead or alive and the smoking the bandit theme song. So anytime one of those four songs is playing, there's two. Joe gets the Coldplay, my other buddy gets the other three. Whenever they're playing, you can't. Program you can't put in a CD. It has to just randomly be playing somewhere. What if what if it's late where they're at? Like, do you call them no matter it, no, what? No, it does not. There is you can call them anywhere. I was in Australia and one of those songs was playing, and I paid ten bucks or whatever <laughs> to call and hold my cell phone up to whatever bar. No, that's no that that's it's not that one. It's the 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 hit before that one. Oh my god! Here I know comes, this is the here worst. Here comes my manager. He's going to be so mad at you. I'll try to defend you, but I think he's going to be mad you played the wrong song. Oh but, shit! But anyways, that's, that's, the, right. that's the wrong goddamn song. Fucking idiots better play the right fucking song. All right, we'll edit this out. Let's edit this out. Turn it off. He's. I don't like that shit. I just threw it. You're in the middle of a story. I lob a crappy Wait, character fucking, at you. God damn it! You're so stupid. Well, you make you it this. work anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. So 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 Joe and in that song, um. It always goes to a, like a, a, me- a melody, and I always go, I'm flying, Joe. I'm flying. <laughs> and every time we see him, he's always like, dude, the last one. And it might be maybe once a year because it's like now you have to – like people aren't playing radios anymore. They're playing Pandora or whatever. So it's like the chances of these songs being heard is rare, but it happens, and it's magical. Every time. Every time. I will – Aristotle, look at him over there. He's picking shit out of his pussy every week like oh, a right. true shut professional. That shut that off. Aristotle, shut it off. Shut it off. It's not even fucking funny. You drop these shit jingles. I got Graham Elwood sitting across from me, and there's a shit jingles you're gonna play. Piss, piss, tell that Aristotle's picking. I have a, I'm a puppet act now. He plays the jingles, and then I act like the good guy. What type of fucking jingle oh, is that? Oh, whoa! I love. What, what do we have? A picking pussy out of your jingles uh, festival here today? That is a ventriloquist bit. Like I did, I did a Jimmy Pardo's podcast while I was at Sketchfest, and you know I don't usually like to wait to perform, but when I'm listening to Jimmy and um, and Matt out there, it was just I didn't really mind because that audience they're so ready for oh, Jimmy Pardo, and they gives them exactly what they want the fucking second they walk out. They're like they're it's like a parody. It's like a director went, listen, you love him so much that the minute he gets out there, you are just purely right, and they're they're like they're it's just great, and they're the just. They're, they're very specific audiences that get your sense of humor, mm-hmm. makes you not mind getting up so early in the morning to do the show, which which was 11 o'clock, so I guess it's not that bad. <laughs> For me. 11 For any o'clock. comedian it is, when you're out late, you know, out till 4 in the morning. Um, okay, so we did that. Um, Bill O'Reilly, that's good. Oh, this is the last thing. So when I was at Cobb's and... 
again, I like to give compliments out when they deserve them. They all are so sweet when you're there. They're like, what do you want to drink? What do you want to eat? What do you want? I was the only one that tipped up in the green room. Um, uh, But it is appreciated. I don't think they listen to the show, but I like to send some good love their way because it was uh, definitely appreciated. And... um, and then, uh, oh, so I was out in the lobby. There were these, uh, there was two guys. Cobbs and the Punchline, by the way, are great clubs that are run really well. Yes. And you know what? I always say the same thing when I, when I love to point out clubs that are run well because it proves that I'm pleasable. Mm-hmm. I'm very pleasable. Yeah. It's, I'm, if, if there was no club that was run right, I'd go, Todd, there's nothing run right that you like. Yeah. So, no, there are. There are clubs that do it right. And I always give them the kudos they deserve, as my old manager <laughs> used to call it. Kudos. I didn't even know what that was the first time he said it. So, um, so I'm hanging out, and there's two. I hope they know who they are. There's two, two guys, two girls. We're doing, like, bits, and I love them. And the one guy is doing a bit with me back and forth, back and forth. He so much gets it. I was so happy that I ran upstairs to get them a gift uh, and then something that was just a poster from the show. And, I, and, and then I ran back downstairs, and they were gone. Where are you? Do you, was it you? Do you listen to the show? Because if they're there, you would know it was you. Cobbs, you said you were even, I said, what are you guys doing hanging out here? You're like, oh, we're working for the festival. And then you said, or oh, we're volunteering our time. If it's you, you're like, oh, I think it is us. And then you did bits with me. All right, so there's that. Now, here's the way we're going to do, we're going to wrap this up. And then we're going to introduce you. We have some, introdu- we, have intro- we have music. We're going to introduce you right. How long was that just now we just did? Let me guess, 21 minutes. 35. God damn it. I think I'm going to meet in the middle. Why do you have to open up your computer? Why don't you just leave your computer open, Aristotle? You told me not to leave it open. I know, but I didn't think you'd bring that up. <laughs> uh, about 20 Please won't you be my neighbor? Hmm? About you know, we realized, you know, Mr. Rogers had, obviously, it's, it's Neighbors. Like, and, that, and you got to say, that, that's a documentary that I watched. It was called Mr. Rogers is My Neighbor. A guy did a documentary. Mr. Rogers was genuinely his neighbor. Oh, that's And awesome. it talks about how it changed his life. I'm sure. It's pretty, pretty cool. Do you remember? He sent me a, a signed copy of it, the guy who put it together, and it was called, I think, Mr. Rogers is My Neighbor. But he talked about after, well, anyway, we've talked about that on the show before. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. We're going to do this, we're, and then we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and introduce you. Uh, I've, been, I've been YouTubing random acts of kindness. I did it by accident. But then it's very it's a, I don't like to meditate. I, I wish I could because I do get it. I get the legitimacy of it or the or yoga, you know. Uh-huh. I get it. Too many smart people that I know are like you got to do it. I but do yoga. I know. I got into it in May. It's amazing. I had an injury, helped me through it. It's awesome. I, I believe it. You I know, I don't want to 4 days a week. I don't want to be one of those people that cuz I can't do something, I I negate its truth. You know, I want to, like I said, I want to be the smoker when I smoke that goes, this is a vile, disgusting habit, and then smoke. But at least that might be one step instead of going, well, I probably can't quit, so I'll may pretend that it's all right. No, just smoke if you can't quit and just call it for what it is. That might be a, a little closer to eventually one day realizing what it is. And I, and I get the yoga, how real it is, and how, how, how you know, no, there's not everybody raving about it for the last 30 years. Raving might not be the word, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> People do so. So I've been, I've been, um, you know, I've been uh, YouTube, YouTubing, uh, random acts of kindness, and I hope this one tells well on the, uh, you know, without seeing it. But it's a basketball team, and I think it explains itself. If it doesn't, and we realize it, we can always, you know, later take it out. Sure. But I think it's a good way to start the show, and it's just very, it's just, you know, it's like. So I love this. I love this stuff because it reminds you of like just 
Well, like I've said a million times, people said when you met Mr. Rogers, it reminded you how good we could be as a species. And this reminds you how good we can be as a species. So let's listen to this. Then we'll take a break. I got a few intros for you, and I hope one of them will please you. <laughs> so here we go. And I know you guys get tired of me. It's little things. Coach Peter Morales of the Coronado High School Thunderbirds in El Paso, Texas. I use this term a lot. I think it's worth letting it breathe because I let it breathe when I was watching it on the treadmill. And there's something that happens at the end that I was like, oh, I'm so glad that I watched this to the end. So here we go. This makes no qualms about it. He has a favorite on this team. Mitchell, I need you. I need you to help me out with my coaching tits, Mitchell. Team manager Mitchell Marcus has a developmental disability. One, two, three, But he far surpasses everyone here when it comes to love of the game. He's this amazing person that our basketball team loves being around. Mitchell's mom, Amy, says he's always been that way. Mitchell always had a basketball. That was always what he wanted for his birthday. And because basketball is that important to him, on the last game of the regular season, the coach told Mitchell to suit up. What was it like to put on the uniform? I was very happy. I imagine you were. Just wearing a jersey was enough for Mitchell. But what he didn't know, what no one knew at the time, was that the coach planned to play him. At the end, no matter what the score. You were prepared to lose that game. That's the amazing For his moment, yes. For his moment in time, yes. And so, with a minute and a half left, Coronado leading, but only by 10, Coach Morales put in his manager. And just started hearing Mitchell, Mitchell. But here's where the fairy tale fell apart. Although his teammates did everything they could to get Mitchell a basket, each time they passed him the ball, he either missed the shot or, like on their last possession, booted it out of bounds, turning the ball over to the other team with just seconds left. He wasn't going to be able to score. But I was hoping that he was happy that he was just put in the game. Could you have ever imagined what happened next? No, I did I could not. Not at all. What happened next happened on the inbound. The guy with the ball there is a senior at Franklin High School. On the other 22, Jonathan Montanez. Uh, I just, I was raised to treat others how you want to be treated. Just thought Mitchell deserved his chance, deserved his opportunity. I think I'll cry about it for the rest of my life. What Jonathan did was yell out Mitchell's name, then threw the ball right to it, right there. One of the most memorable turnovers of all time. It wasn't the game-winning shot. When the buzzer sounded, Coronado had 15 more points than Franklin. But Jonathan's assist and Mitchell's basket did change the outcome decidedly play any game with this much sportsmanship. And he scored. Both teams win. Steve Hartman, on the road in El Paso, Texas. So Jonathan, right, you just want to take that kid's face and squeeze it in between your hands, right? No one told him to do it. So I was like, ah. I thought it would end nice the other way, but that was just great. That was great. So guess what? We'll be back. Ah, I try to make a smooth back in. So, Alan, uh, I got a little something even special for you before we do uh, Graham's intro here. Do you have like a, a, like I say, one liner? Sure. Okay, you ready? Here we go. Sure. Uh, My girlfriend caught me masturbating. She set up one of those little traps in the woods. (laughs) Alan Strickland Williams. 
Please, let it go. Alan Strickland Williams. Alan Strickland Williams. Pause it one more time. Give us one more. See, it really takes the life of the joke and it stretches it out a little. I think I really am on to something here. Give me, give me one more, but let, let it roll. Uh, beer before liquor, never been sicker. Red wine before bourbon, I am a full-blown alcoholic. <laughs> Alan Strickland Williams. Alan Strickland This Williams. is his ringtone, and I want to give this to you as your ringtone. Alan Strickland Williams. All right, listen, so Graham... <laughs> Let's start with the let's do, I, I, I hope, you know, I want to start it off right. What do you think of this as uh, as your intro? What do you think? This is nice. Brings his problem strike. It's 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 good, but I think I, I'm going to tell you. I think he deserves. What was the one we played last time? We've got a returning guest today. You know him from comedy film nerds and the L.A. Podfest. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for our good friend Graham Elwood. Oh, this is nice. I feel I, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like it's not big enough. This guy comes all the way down. Where do you live? Santa Monica. Santa Monica. And I think it should be a little bigger. So let's let's play the happy music. And maybe I could do something with a little reverb. Hold on. Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Our guest today. That's right. You're gonna have a great time. He's back, and he should have been back a little. You deserve more. Aristotle, you play the drums, right? Can you go over there and let's do this right? Hello. All right. Let's. Okay, good. Good. Ladies and gentlemen, on the show today. No, 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 no. And I'm not even joking. You know how you can really play good, but you always hold out a little? Play fucking nuts. Like, you're like some guy's got a gun to your head. If you don't, I, I'd rather you go a little off rhythm and fucking play those fucking drums, or I'm going to fucking put a bullet right through your head. Play like that. That's right. Our guest tonight is Graham Elwood. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. I see you uh, over there fiddling around with that trumpet. Do you know how to play the trumpet? Shut the. F- Do you seriously know how to play the trumpet? To George Carlin. Then what the fuck are we doing holding back? This is Graham Elwood. He comes in here. He's going to deliver. I don't want to put the pressure on him, even if he's operating at a three. He's going to do bits, we're going to laugh, we're going to smoke pot. He's going to fucking entertain us. And we fucking, that's the intro we give him. Shame on you. And shame on you, JJ, for not telling me you played the trumpet. I know you walked in here with it, but I didn't. I, who knows? There's a lot of fucking crazy people in L.A. Let's do this right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to really do it right. Hold on, let's make sure that... Hello? I mean, let's play the trumpet into the mic, right? Let's do it right. Okay, here we go. Hold on, hold on. I got it. There's the mic. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Graham Elwood. 
That's not good enough. <laughs> I've got a cement truck on the back in here and dump cement on, on you. Oh, my God. That's fun every time we do it. That is a blast. I videotaped that. You want us to do it again so you can get a better shot of it? Oh, I want to get my money out of JJ. Oh, He's got to leave in 20 minutes. <laughs> my opening was so long, the horn. Oh, he, he also learned how to do this. You ready? How quick can you go? You ready? Come right over here, right in his ear. These no, no. Guys. Well, I think we're good. No, how dare you? Uh, <laughs> how dare you? What? Dare you? Um, okay, so let's see how quick he can do this. Go ahead. Remember, do we do this one? Can you turn it down? Yeah, I got it on. Oh, no. Okay, I, I have an idea, because I know the sound I'm looking for. Try to play a little closer to the uh, mic, because I think then it, I need it fuller. Ladies and gentlemen, hold on, hold on, Graham Elwood! And then you guys sit around and they ask Jake, what, the Todd doesn't come out? He goes, he comes out, he just, he, everyone gets ready. And then it's like this, you ready? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Glass! goes, do your stand-up at oh. Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, okay. Can I tell you something? I'm so... I want to do one more thing, and I'm <laughs> rushing it a little here. What time is... You have about 15 minutes, right? Okay, so here's what I want to do. I'm, I'm good. I'm a little... <whistles> um, You're good? That was the greatest intro I've ever had in my life. Oh, thank you. That was amazing. 
Thank you, because, you know, that costs me money. That's all I do is talk about that for the <laughs> next two hours. Well, 50 bucks for the, you know, and then I give him 75, 60, you know, try to make it good. I, I give him 50, you know, I give him whatever. Anyway, you had a bubble machine. I did. I love that. By the way, two of our bubble machines are broke, and I was oh. very disappointed. I love that you have three bubble machines. Well, can I tell you why? It started, uh, first of all, bubbles are dope. Who said that? Jack Knight said bubbles are dope. He was a comedian. He was here. And the bubble machine went off. He went nuts. I loved him for going nuts. I go, I love you for going nuts over those bubbles. He goes, bubbles are dope, dude. I think he added a dude. I'm like, bubbles are dope. So I fucking like him. Matter of fact, I'm going to give him a part of my new thing I don't have. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't give a shit anymore. I'm tired of living a lie. <laughs> I'm saying makes no sense at all. Okay, so listen. So, uh... So the so uh, we have the, we got the original bubble machine and it's a hand bubble machine spits out like the size of marbles. Mm -hmm. Then I'm walking. By the way, whenever I see these bubble machines, they don't have to sell me on them, but they're so ready to sell you on them. Yeah. They go, can I? Ta I want it. <laughs> you know, with the bottles and the refills. I know. By the time I can even say yes from the beginning, they've already we'll get a second one for free. I go, well, I was going to buy the first one full price because I want the bubble. And then I buy that one, the little one with the marble sized bubbles, like. 20 come out at a time. And then I'm walking through the Grove, and I see, I'm not kidding you, it's a bubble machine that sends out bubbles the size of bigger than a baseball. I'm like, I got to fucking have that. Oh. And then we got the one you mount on the wall, and the disco ball was not cheap. <laughs> like so you, anyway. you put your, your, mouth, your, your hand up to your mouth so the disco ball wouldn't hear you? Or what, what's the, <laughs> yeah, why am I? Why am I? It, it's modesty for, for phoniness. It's like, and uh, the, but I let you hear it. And the yeah. disco ball wasn't cheap. But I wanted Libby to come out because here's what's going to happen. Now, you know what? Libby, I don't know what to do with Libby. Uh, genuinely. Like, I know she exists as a character, and there's some, I can make you do anything I want, and you'll do it. So I want to really take my time here and do something good. Well, I want Libby, Libby uh, I wanted to think of something to do with the sax before, the, the, with the uh, trumpet before he leaves. Um, what? Oh, for her. Yeah, for Libby. Uh, you know what? I think, don't, don't kill me. We're going to take a break real quick. No, no, because we're gonna, we, he's going to go. Sure, sure. And then, and then we're good. And then we'll come back. We'll go full-fledged. You all right? I'm good. I'm worried. You said you had a lot of time to spend here tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm all night. I Sometimes got I, used to, I got a yoga class tomorrow morning at 9. Oh, you'll be out of here by 6 in the morning. <laughs> you have two hours to get to your yoga. No. Um, <laughs> I know. It's, it's all going to be good. I, 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 what happened was we come out, we go bang, bang, bang. And you might feel like, geez, Todd, you that's what's great about this. Our listeners are right where we're at. Well, you do this, too, so you know. <laughs> you don't need to explain to me how podcasting I do, works. too. You and never knew like I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I told you you never knew. I always knew you would never listen. I told you to start that festival. Uh, by the way, I'm glad you listened to me because you notice the guy who compliments himself and plows past it. You're like, did he tell me to do it? I, he's going so fast, I'd really have to be hard to interrupt him. Yeah. Try to interrupt this guy. Well, I'm glad you did. took my advice and started that podcast festival. What? Best thing I, you ever did doing that. Getting oh, that no, started, I give you 100% credit for what you did. I really do. You, you know, it's not an easy thing. And you, the second year, good for you. I'm glad you listened. Anyway, we're going to take a break. <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back. What can we play as we go to break? Something fun. Play <laughs> Thank you. All right. That's so good. Okay. Can I hate? Can I? Don't kill me. Pause it. Don't kill me. And I'm and my... I might be being cheap. I hope this doesn't come off cheap. But I have another three minutes of trumpet playing. So can we just keep doing that song like another two? How about three times? But like really go. Oh, yeah. We can do the hits. 
Oh, go over there. I gotta get my money's worth. Yeah, you, you can do this. Can, oh, I don't have any reverb. That's all right. I got it. Jesus Christ! Well, what if he wants it? Uh, the the hits that the singers can do. You don't have to be able to sing. You just talk it. Oh yeah, do you, it's no, great. Can you you like uh, what a what night this night has been? been. Well, that's a little that's empty. A little but uh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> you need more instruments. What a night this has been. Seems like um, the things are not going well for me on the road. I have, like, two instruments. I, yeah. used, I used to have a full orchestra. Yeah, you couldn't afford them anymore? Yeah. I go, what a night this has been. And then don't even do the drums. And here's what happens in a year after that. What a night this has been. <laughs> All right, listen. You guys are great. Graham Elwood. Oh, God damn. Let's play a little Judge Judy. Uh, little, this is vintage Judge Judy. I love it. And we'll play it right now. ...control of these animals when they're in her care. But you are their owner. You always close your mouth, and I don't want to hear your high voice again. You <laughs> didn't take care of the dogs. Close your mouth. And the dogs hurt her. The dogs Not hurt only her, because she attacked them verbally. Oh, you're a moron. You're a moron. There is something actually wrong with you. You're a moron. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Actually, she goes, sometimes I say it comedically, but you're actually a moron. And nobody likes a moron. Nobody likes a dumbbell. But, um, but well, I don't, I don't want to talk about it right now, but nobody likes a dumbbell. Anyway, uh, every week we do the same thing. He goes, why? Usually I go, well, because it doesn't know a lot of stuff. And it's not like someone that's born with, that has a, a legitimate le- deficiency that you can be tend to. A dumbbell is someone that has all the faculties and is just a dumbbell. Yeah, but like why? Why nobody likes them? Because nobody wants to talk to somebody who doesn't understand, uh, that has all their faculties. You don't, well, listen, I'll talk to you. Nobody gets a dumb. Nobody likes a dumbbell. Okay, so there's that. I like there's that. Like, that's over. Don't you paid for that? That's free. Um, there, that. That's compartment. 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 Whatever it is. Compartmentalized. Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you. Okay, listen. So uh, uh, what were we just talking about? Judge Judy. Judge Judy. Uh, that I think Judge Judy is brilliant. And a lot of people – I, I, let me tell you something. I, I'm not saying I can't be fooled, but I know a lot of those shows, they use actors. I get it. I've seen a few where I go, yeah, but I'm telling you, the majority of hers aren't. And people want to be right, and that's what I love about it. If I understand correctly, people don't have to pay. Like if you lose, the show pays your case. So you think, well, then why are they angry? People want to be fucking right, and they fucking hate it. Oh. And when I love when she goes, I don't like your high voice. Like you can't. Like I love it because you know I think that sometimes, but you can't tell someone that's yeah. their voice. But not Judge Judy. And I know it's a court show, so, so you know I know it's a show that she couldn't say all this stuff. Obviously, if she was in the tradition, right, right. in the real judicial system, is that the word? Judicial system. Judicial. Either one. <laughs> no, it's not either one, Todd. Okay. But uh, I just love hearing her. Just sometimes I feel I feel a lot of her anger. I like when she says to somebody, "Close your lips," because that's what I think of when I see a heckler. Shut your lips. Shut them. Someone, thank you. <laughs> when I'm watching from the back of the room, uh, when I watch it, I've I've probably said this before, but I'm going to say it a fucking again. When I'm watching in the back of the room at a comedy club, when somebody like opens up for me and doesn't do any crowd work, you know what I mean? Once they're a good crowd, then everything can change. But sure. I like in the beginning when somebody, you know, and you and I do crowd work, and you do crowd work, mm-hmm. but don't I still prefer ahead of me? So um. Sometimes I watch it when Bobby Miyamoto was up on stage. I started to realize there'd be a guy. That's why when she was put your back, sit back. And he's got his arch back. <laughs> he's ready to yeah. lob out a good one. And he's got his mouth open and he's leaning forward. 
And Bobby does a joke and doesn't ask a question. He does a joke and he does, he doesn't ask the sports team. He doesn't give that guy one fucking ounce of life. And eventually he shuts his fucking lips. And I watch it. And guess what he does after that? Sit, Sit back. back. You ain't participating. Uh, if you'd like to see a show where the opening act's going to come out there and be great and just be funny for fucking 25 minutes, but he'll never need you. If that's what you want, you'll get it. But if you go, yeah, I thought it was interactive, get ready to hate this fucking night. All night. <laughs> and we'll be back. Uh, where's JJ? Hey, uh, so anyway, I know I was about to talk. So that's Judge Judy. Um, I try to, like, end it. That's Judge Judy we were talking about. Um, and see. You were, doing a <laughs> you were doing a thing the last time where we were talking about, like, you wanted to carry around a, a, a bottle of seltzer. And psh, oh, it's spray sprayed at idiots. <laughs> yes, yes. Spray it at idiots. Oh, God. But do the thing where you lure them. I don't Do it again. I want to see it again. Oh, that's the advantage. See, that's the advantage. No, that's because we would, we would, I was like. Talking about a flight attendant who's not too nice, but you would get her to get back to the hotel. Oh, you'd yeah, go, you'd Look at you, you, you little devil. And then also you could get revenge on her for being like a little bit of a not a nice person up and down the aisle. Right. So, oh, yeah, I remember this. Sort of. Because he was like kind of sweet talking he, her. Yeah, he goes, everything she'd want to hear. She's already yelling at yeah. people. She's a horrible energy. Right. But he wants to get. Befriend her just right. so he can spray seltzer in her face. So yeah. here's how much work he goes. Right? He goes, so you would go up to this woman and you're like, you know, you'd say first of all something like, you uh, know, like I you know, like everything she wanted yeah, to hear. Yeah. And like, then oh, you're a little pistol, aren't you? Like, oh. Yeah, you gotta be when you've been doing this. Right, right. All that Sweetie, stuff. you've been working I I can tell you know what you're doing. You know your way around you a plane. Make her younger. You yeah, go, yeah. Yeah, what are you? You're probably one of the what the, the... You've probably only been doing this a couple of years, right? I mean you're <laughs> then you get her back to your apartment. Yeah. Uh, you, you, she lands. She goes, you know, I'm on a layover. Oh, That's the way really? it went. Get back. Where's your hotel room? Right by the airport? All right. <laughs> oh, and, you, and, you, and you're younger than her, yeah, so yeah. she's like, oh, you know. And then you meet her. You go into her. What do you, do you get I into bet her? You, I bet you a gal like you could teach me a couple of things. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, she's very. Oh. And then you get in there. You get. You, she lays down on the bed, takes oh. off her jacket. She's oh. like. I've been dreaming about what kind of lingerie you had underneath that uniform. And she can't fucking oh, believe it. She's so excited to get, hey, there's nothing wrong with it, to get fucked. Yeah. They I, both I, are excited I, to I, fuck. She's ready. And there's nothing wrong with that. They're not married. They're not. Yeah, she she is just ready. But keep in mind who this woman is so no one feels sorry for her. Right. She spreads a horrible energy through the plane. She's not having a bad day. Being a flight attendant is an amazing power you can have. When three flight attendants are positive, they just fill this capsule. They can make the worst right. situation right. so great. And I'm aware of it, and I see it, and it must suck because people can be mean. But the best of the best of the manage, even though people can be heartless sometimes, to still surface and be a kind person. Yeah, and then you go, and then maybe you, you're waiting for the restroom, and you start talking to them. And yeah, I've, I've talked to a lot of them. They're really nice they, and cool. And, and, it's, and it's a great energy to be yeah. able to fill that plane. And I'm so aware of that power. Guess what this woman is? The opposite. Yeah. And a, not because life's been mean to her either. Look at me. That's yeah. why I wave my hand now. Edit that out. 
<laughs> even a hand, uh, even a uh, overly feminine hand movement. I wanted to. Do. So why remember we do this? Where you got to be the girl a little bit. You oh, gotta, you oh gotta I thought I, I was sort of just keep tilting you in that yeah, but, direction. But, but, yeah, but you got to. Okay. We're gonna have a little bit of the well, okay, conversation. Okay. You know what right. I mean? Maybe we'll, let me put a little effect on my voice here. So I'll make it sound more like a girl. Why you are just <laughs> make her like a like a like a with a deep voice? Is yeah, that, like I'll feel better doing a girl voice if I do it like sultry. this. Sultry, yeah. Is sultry. that so? Yeah, <laughs> sultry voice. <laughs> no, because talk to me in that voice. Say, put that voice on okay. and say and say. Some people think my voice is too masculine. <laughs> say that to me. I will. <laughs> Some people say my voice is too masculine. Oh, honey. You got the right amount of woman in that voice. <laughs> Shut the- <laughs> okay, please keep doing it. Well, I like hearing it. Oh, and I like hearing that voice, I'm too. I'm going to be honest. I'm 53 in March. You're, how old are you? Oh, I'm 41 years old. Make it younger. <laughs> okay, make it younger. Okay. i got to be honest. This guy wants her. He's, okay, okay. he's so mad at her that all he's right. willing to okay. take all this energy. This kid could be in college. Yeah. You know, who knows? Sure. Okay. i got to be honest with you and tell you I'm 53 years old. i got to be honest with you. I'm going to be 31 next summer. And you're oh, number. Oh, God. It's been, you've been... I'm Thank so you. glad that uh, you invited me back here. What? Do you mind if I take off everything I am wearing? <laughs> Instantly, <laughs> it's done. Only if you do it slow. Oh, let me put it back on. And do it <laughs> oh, oh, should I cut my foot? Oh, wait, my pants. My pants. Oh, take your time. No, I'm putting them on. Don't do that. I'm putting them on. <laughs> Of course, she's still bitching now. She's still bitching now. We're in the middle of this, and she's still fucking bitching at me. She should be going with everything that I'm saying. Oh, honey, you're sweet, putting the clothes on or off, and she's still like, don't, you know, like still fucking can't resist being bitching at me. Let's, okay. Whoa. Let's do this. Oh, sweetie. Oh, my God. It's been something I've been dreaming about since 30,000 feet. We both know what we've both been dreaming about, oh, motherfucker. Oh, oh. <laughs> I am horny. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, and you're 30 years old, and I want to fuck. So come over here and fuck me. Get on the bed. I'll do whatever you want. Yeah, you get you sure my voice isn't no, annoying you? No. I feel like it is. I you're cringing. No, I'm not cringing. Oh, you're in love, oh, not. you little fuck. Oh, I feel like... Let's do it. Stop. Oh, shut the fuck up and you let me... Stop. <laughs> God damn it. Just shut up and let me fucking seduce you. You're driving me fucking crazy. Oh, my... Like, just shut it. You're not on the fucking plane. This is what the guy's saying in his head. This is what he's singing in his head. Just shut. Like, I'm trying to get you on the fucking bed. Oh, God. I don't like my laugh, by the way. I just heard it. <laughs> oh, so change. that's what he's singing in his head. <laughs> Changing my laugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. First of all, I thought, uh, did I throw something at Graham that like, it was so long? We're right back where we were before. I know what's coming up. I'm still ready and I'm going to enjoy it. Right. Here we go. You think I'm overdoing it a little? No, no. Okay. You're not. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I love All that. All right. Let's oh. do this. All right, sweetie. I want you to get on that bed. All right. You don't have to ask. Oh, Tell me. Get on your back. Meaner. 
Get on your back. I'm, are you shitting me? I'd punch you in the face if you said it like that. Be a fucking man. Oh, yeah. I like it when you get strong. Inner monologue. Shit's a fucking... So this is a fight, too? <laughs> this is a fucking fight, too? <laughs> like, do you want to get laid or not? Like, I'm this close. If I didn't have the fucking seltzer bottle, I'll be like, look, sweetie. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. oh, now they know. But it's okay. They know. Right, right. you got a seltzer okay. bottle. Right. Where do you keep the seltzer bottle the whole time this is going on so she doesn't see it? I gotta be honest. I gotta, I mean, my audience wants to know. I'm not, I have I'm not it. Gonna... I, I have it. I have it. <laughs> I have it. Like uh, in a night, like in a nightstand cabinet. Oh, we're at your house in this situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're you back home. Do... Oh, yeah, yeah. And you really got a lot of like. So people understand when we get to this point. You might think, well, why are you telling the end? It doesn't matter. That's what's so right. great about it. Right. This thing has a lot of volume. It does. So we, we, we maybe put a little sound effect together today. Like, so when you get there, we'll accompany you. With okay. It. We're oh. really going to go well, boom. All right. You want to try it when now? When we get there, no, oh. no. Just, I'll just give you that when we get but there. But do it with it. Like you, you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. All, okay, here we go. Okay. Let's, can, can I tell you, this is weird. I'm so excited to see this. Can we, like, like let's move it a little quicker just so we can get Okay, there. well, then just don't argue and get on the goddamn <laughs> the longest I ever single I applaud something in the back of a room genuinely at a comedy club I'll, I'll give it like three applauds and genuinely think it deserves it not just being that maybe 15 or 20 the audience can count just pure uh, you shut the fuck up and then you want to know why I was laughing hysterically then I started analyzing it thinking well I don't really know when you could come in anytime you want I'm just keep. I'm waiting for you I'm just saying okay I'm on the bed I'm waiting for you know I'm but, trying would you Try a little suspense. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get you on the bed. I feel like you're on the bed. I'm on the bed. Oh, yeah. Yes. Here's what I want you to do. Sir. Sure, whatever you oh, want. Oh, yeah. I want you to just prop yourself up with oh, your arms like okay. that. Yeah? Like and that? Bring your head back. I want to see those big, mature titties of yours. Oh, I'm going to make sweet, hot, passionate love to you. Yeah, close your eyes. They're closed. Oh, yeah. God oh. damn it. Just go. And at this point, I've got a feather, and I'm running the feather upper leg, right? Oh, yeah. Do you like that, sweetie? Oh. God damn it. I haven't oh. felt this 30 years. Oh, you feel like a woman? Yeah. I, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm oh. going to fucking have a nervous breakdown. Oh. This feels so good. What do you want? You want this? You want yes, this? just fucking do it. Oh. Do it. Oh, Piece of shit. Why did you just spray me with seltzer? Shut it, horse! <laughs> it's just seltzer every time. You piece of shit. They don't stop until she shuts the fuck up. Yeah, and, then I, and, then, and then go, oh my god, I'm so... And then maybe... I'm so I sorry, would, I'm sorry. I wouldn't have talked if you didn't... I, I, I thought you wanted me back here. I did. I'm so sorry. I thought this was something else. <laughs> <laughs> what could it have possibly have been? <laughs> they're, the most, they're, the, they're hard to find. 
seltzer what like who has those I, anymore but, but what else would it be whipped cream yeah <laughs> i thought I, I, I wanted to make i wanted to like get you like massage oils and <laughs> i grabbed the wrong one let me all right i got a better one i got a better you one. you piece of shit no no no, I'm, no, no these no, no, sheets no, 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 no. are satin no no they are i don't know which direction this woman should go should she be nice now she's be like i'm She's yeah. She wants it. She's not. She hasn't had it. Hard. Right, I understand. I'm Mistakes so happen. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. It's all, all right. right. Uh, let me. Let me leave well enough alone. Yeah. All right. Here's what I want to do, though. I want to blindfold you and make this right. I'm gonna. I'm rub so it. glad you're back into it. That's I right. thought you were angry. No. That's wow. be- that's past. That's behind us. Yeah, yeah. Tie it around my oh, eyes. There you go. It's oh, dark. it's darker than I thought oh. it would be. What the fuck is this? A special thick oh. material? Do you like where my hands are going? Oh, Jesus oh. Christ! And then I'm actually rubbing massage oil like on her thighs. Oh God! And her oh, you damn like it! Oh. oh, you like that? Oh, this is like the way I used to get fucked when I was in flight attendant oh. school, stewardess camp, whatever they called it back. Stewardess then. camp. <laughs> and then. Just oh. do it. All right, I want you to just quiet. Be quiet. Oh, God. Oh. Freaking out. And then grabs an air horn. Just like piercing air horns. <laughs> but you know what? Why do I get so much joy out of this bit? I will tell you why. Because you have to remember, this is a you have to, when you see someone like that on a flight. I'm going to make sense of my neuro, my neurotic loving of that bit. When you see someone like that on a flight, um, that uh, is giving that plane the bad energy, you got to let that go. Otherwise, you walk around, you're a miserable person. You got to annoy it. You got to see it. It's got to bother right, you. Because then you you take it you on. You take it on. So you you can't like and getting vengeance with those people. You got to be at least spiritual enough to know that you just get off the flight and you're not. But this guy, I sort of respect him because it's like it's, what I know you can't do. He goes, no, fuck this shit. I'm going to get this seltzer water in her fucking face. Psh, 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 psh. But he waits. It's not the worst thing in the world. She doesn't deserve, or if it was whoever it was, guy, girl, no one deserves to be uh, shot or to be. Hurt or violent. Or well, what do you think the worst they should get? Water in their face. Yeah. And that's so, all they're getting. Yeah. So it's very manipulative and it's very, you know, but at the end, a little psh, does she deserve water squirted in her face? Yes. Yeah, I think I'd so. say that's a kind punishment for what she does every day. Right. You know, I'm not saying, you know, run and scare when she's getting into her car, although we thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to hear? Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to do this. Uh, yeah, let's do this first. Um, did you do we have this? Do you have this? Did you? Did you write this song? It sounds like you, I think. I will fuck you in the morning, fuck you late at night, fuck you while the moon or the sun is shining bright. I wanna fuck you. Yes, I wanna fuck you. This is what I've come to. I wanna fuck you, baby. This is my ringtone. And I <laughs> wink at ladies when they walk by. And guys, whatever I'm into. <laughs> Whatever I'm into that day, um, did you? Uh, you didn't write it. What am I going to make you? You know, did you write it? No. <laughs> Just a horrible improviser. No. Why would I write that song? 
That's dumb. I don't sing. <laughs> just even the simple no. I do. I give you. I give you a long setup, yeah. right? And yeah. then you give me. A, you're the yeah. worst. Guy. You know. You can say no, but it's got to work. No, but you got to make it yeah, work. Yeah. This guy just bad. Yeah. Okay, so hold on. What am I setting him up with? All I know. Why do I go right to the bad acting? <laughs> you love, you love like fifties. Well, I go into that over the top because then I can't, then I can hide behind like, oh, I'm acting bad on purpose. Yeah. But what if I really wanted to do it? Listen here, <laughs> Muggsy, your mother. Uh, uh, so what are we doing? You said Jesus. You forgot the bit. I did. You weed and scotch. That's not a good idea. Um, go. You're you're gonna. We're doing improv. We're in an improv oh, yeah, scene, yeah, yeah, so you're yeah, yeah. setting me up with a location okay, that I'm going to be the worst improviser ever. All I know is when I was here last night, it was 3 o'clock in the morning, and nobody was here but you. And you're telling me you didn't see anything? You've got to see something. What did you see? No. <laughs> oh, my God. It even worked better that I didn't give you the right answer to say yes or no. He's, no. He can't even get in the right... Into the right, uh, what is it called? A, a, like, re, a like, verb. Yeah, right. he's not even the right syntax. Not even the right. <laughs> no. 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 And then his parents come out to see him and his family. They go, you were good. You were but great. he wasn't. You sh- How come you're not on Saturday Night Live? I don't know. No. No. <laughs> People are asking me to say that in the lobby. It's just everything like, oh, it's so, you know, they get a suggestion from the audience. Oh, it's so crazy we're on this spaceship. Why? <laughs> That's all he gives. Yes, no and why. <laughs> why? 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 What smells funny? Why that's, are we Why are we on a spaceship? That's dumb. <laughs> why would be, we be on a spaceship? Okay, listen. Um. Aristotle, look at him over there. He's picking shit out of his pussy every week like a true professional. Aristotle, a true professional. All right. Seriously, do not That play. guy must make so much money who does that voice. I know he's good at it. Aristotle. Aristotle. So I want to get Libby on the phone. Is that okay? Yeah, let me, I think. Or should we have her come in? Oh, I always play phone effects. You know why? It makes sounds professional. When people hear that, they go, oh, this show, they hook up this well, shit. Whatever you want to do. I call her. I think she might be in the neighborhood, but it might be, I don't know, whatever's easier for you. If you want to just have her probably call in. You know, at night I can see her living room light from over here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's close. Yeah, she's very I make, close. I make the bit work. Um, <laughs> you know I could see her. Um, well, let's give her a call. Okay. I wish you had the phone voice. Do you have a cup? Sometimes that sounds, you know what I mean? It sounds stupid, but I think it works. Thank you. Graham's put, punching a hole in it. Aggressively yelling, you got my money. <laughs> what kind of weird fucking key is that? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hello? Libby. Hey. Hey, Todd. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Uh, how's everything been? It's great. You know me. It's all sunshine and lollipops. I've just been having a great time. Now, the, Graham, you might get mad at me, but I think you might understand. I'll do it in 30 seconds. Maybe there's someone that hasn't listened to the show. I think it's worth 30 seconds of a little backstory sure. of Libby. Just makes it that much better for me uh, and people that. So Libby was me and Graham went on this trip, and then uh, we saw a woman by the pool. I probably have a version like yours. Yours probably a little different, but the basic is, we heard her talking to her family. We felt like they were ignoring her, and then we decided to make up this character that she ends up coming back with us right. to live with us, telling how bad her family was. And we're like, oh my god, she's so right. nice. It ends up after a while we find out she's a pain. <laughs> 
Yeah. She says she's easy breezy. She's not easy breezy. No. <laughs> but now she sort of lives. She lives in L.A. and we basically are the only ones. So we try to call her and but she, nothing's ever right. Right. But, but yet we love her to death. And then she ends up going out with a guy who own, who's trying to gives all her money to open up a jazz club. His yeah. name's Lionel. We'll see if we can get him on the phone. So now Libby is how old? 80? <laughs> yeah, she's pretty old. I think 80, 79, 80, somewhere it, in there. And Lionel and them are having sex. So it's like part of us is like she's fucking happy. And he's like, we don't he's like see, 58, 58. She doesn't have but, – but we don't – we wouldn't bet that he doesn't love her. Yeah, That's why we're freaked out. That's otherwise we'd be like stopping it. But like, and he doesn't. And then like, she doesn't have money. Like you know, open up a jazz club, money. <laughs> right. And they did. They took some of her money and yeah. opened up a jazz club. And she sings there. So we're gonna take you through this story right now. So that's basically it. I love it, Libby. Yeah, Todd. How you doing? I'm doing great, kid. You know me, all peaches and cream. There you go. Hey, I want to take you out to dinner. Where do you want to go? Your anyway, birthday. Oh, my birthday is so sweet. Well, tell me where you want to go. Anywhere. Anywhere. Wherever I say, though, it's always, you know, I want oh, you to yeah. pick. We'll go. Uh, you know, I love celebrating my birthday. Well, Not on the actual day, but just oh, you the actual day's a little weird, you know. Well, what happened? Well, I look at the calendar and it makes my eyebrows hurt. <laughs> oh, because your eyes hurt? No, just the calendar, the numbers that kind of wrinkles up my eyebrows. Please. But I'll, but I'll go anywhere you right, want to well, go, okay, kid. I'll tell you what, we'll, I'll take you to Ruth Chris. That'll oh, be nice. I love but, Ruth Chris. Okay, there we go. But I those big steak we... knives are a little heavy. <laughs> it's like carrying some kind of an axe. I mean, what am I, Paul Bunyan? I'm just trying to make a steak fit measurably in my mouth and I can't do it right. But I'll go in. Todd, I don't care. You know what? I'll, I'll just, you know what I'll get? To? I'll get a salad. Libby, I'll get a salad Libby, over no, there. No, I'm not going to make you do that. Libby, uh, just pick anywhere you want to go. It's about the company. You know what I mean? Whatever we want to No, just pick anywhere. I'll go anywhere you want because wherever I pick, I'd just rather you pick. Okay, we'll go. We'll you go. know, we'll, I don't know. Do you like Thai food? No, no, you can't ever. I <laughs> know, well, that's what we can. No, you have to just constantly make it. Right, well, Todd, I go whatever, you know, I'll well, eat whatever you want to eat. Okay, I'll tell you what we'll do. You like uh, sandwiches? I love a good sandwich. Well, okay, there's a deli up the street. Sometimes they bunch up the meats, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it gets caught into the bread if they don't stack it right. If it's got to go meat, cheese, meat, cheese. If it's meat, meat, cheese, it's not correct, Todd. You know what I mean? But I'll, it's all about, I love the company. I mean, sometimes okay, you're a messy eater and you talk too much. But it's a good time to well, see. I feel like whatever I suggest, why don't you pick anywhere you want and we'll go. Any, Todd, it's, I eat everywhere. Go to the Cheesecake Factory because that way it has a little bit of everything. That's so great. I'll pick you up at 6 o'clock. That's cheesecake, six, 6 o'clock at the Cheesecake Factory. Factory is going to be fine. You know what I mean? Don't worry, Todd. I like it. <laughs> I tell him like I'm three years yeah, old. Yeah. Okay. So the Cheesecake Factory? Cheesecake Factory is fine. Although sometimes the placemats that they use, there's a clean and solvent and it sticks to the table. And when they peel it up, it makes a weird noise and it hurts my ears. Well, I don't know where... I don't... We're, okay, I'll tell you what. How about if I just I'll pick up some uh, fresh chicken or chops or something? Oh, chicken. Butcher. Oh, yeah, the butcher. That's right. The butcher. You, I'll pick you up. We'll go to the butcher. That's great. Sometimes, though, don't make them use that weird paper that they tape it in because it makes the meat sound weird. <laughs> and... <laughs> You're listening to the Talk Show. Of course, the highways and the byways. We go old school. 
K-Earth with a hit. K-Earth with a hit. Just keep on coming. Tom Shotgun Madison. They still do that. K-Earth with a hit. Just keep on coming. There's something like Shotgun Mike or whatever. Yeah. There's a guy. Shotgun made me Tom Tar- 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 Tommy Teller. Shotgun Tom Kelly. Shotgun Tom, Shotgun Tom Kelly. Shotgun Tom Kelly. Shotgun Tom Kelly. <laughs> Rock and roll. <laughs> Shotgun Tom Kelly. <laughs> hey, the Assad family's been gassing about in Syria. All right. Coming up next, a little doors. Break all through, Shotgun Tom Kelly. Like the K-Earth, they stop. Like, are they aware of what's going on in the world? I don't you know what I mean? But is there st- Human trafficking's on the rise. Shotgun Tom Kelly. K-Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hits just keep on coming. Where the hits. Let me uh, get Lionel on the phone, if you don't mind. Now listen. You have to be patient with Libby and Lionel. Because we'll end up dealing with them both. Hello? Libby. Hey, Todd. Hello, how you doing? I'm good. I'm just, uh, I'm ironing my socks for when we go to the restaurant. I don't want my ankles to bunch up. You always walk a little too fast when we go into a restaurant. So. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you try. Something. You got it. There's just something where you just want to try with her. Like, you just. Well, listen, um. Are you, are you there? Yeah, Todd. I'm sorry. The iron was just changing colors. It doesn't put enough water in. But sometimes when the bubbles, what they do is they, they jump up and they, they hurt my upper lip. <laughs> well, listen, I was wondering if you... um. Can you, can you get lost? <laughs> I got lost. I listen, everybody, I get lost. Get if you bit, heard me bit, whispering, bit, well, I'm whispering to everybody and they won't help me. And they're like, but finally Jake goes, Lionel, Lionel, yeah. you're calling Lionel. Yeah. Thank you. It's okay. I'm fine. There's people going to be worried about me and call the uh, Alzheimer's Association because they go, his memory, you know, but it's just when I smoke. Okay. Libby, let me ask you a question. Is Lionel there? Oh, yeah. Lionel's let me, here. Let me he's, talk to him. he's making some kind of a chipotle sauce. We're going to start putting it in the quesadillas for the jazz club. Oh, you, so you open the. Hold on, before you get Lionel on the phone now. Is he around right now? Yeah, yeah. He's in okay, the no, other go room. Go away. Go away from him. I want to ask you a question. Okay. All right, Libby, how much money did you put into this jazz club? Oh, you know, jazz clubs. It wasn't a lot of money. We just spent a little bit. It was. Tell me, it was only $107,000 I just put in there, but it was all I had. You want to hope that she has 300000 Yeah, yeah. But it's all I had, so she gives everything. You everything. just found out. What does her mistake she made? Giving everything. Every, everything. But you put it on my what, what, what? Wouldn't it be great, though? If we're all like, fucking Libby, God damn it, and Lionel, did he scam her? And the club's crazy successful. Can, you know? I, tell you, <laughs> can I tell you, in my, in my version, I want it that way. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, oh, they're, it's so successful. And by the way, we've always made that he loves her. Yeah. And, you know, she's 81, and she, they're having, look, it's weird, and no one wants to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> what age should she be, 76? 
Yeah, seventy six, seventy seven. Maybe it's funny. So yeah, uh, so so and they're you know they are having sex and she's happy. And then you know as I see this story play out, we're all like, oh, he scammed her. The club makes a lot of money, and then she passes away, and he gives half of it to her kids. You know what I mean? Like, he does the yes. right thing. That's how the story ends. It's all right. the right way. You know what I mean? So this is why we can enjoy this middle part of inquisi- yeah. being inquisitive yeah. still. But we, at the end of the day, we want, we want we're want we inquisitive, but we want happiness for them. We do. So, sorry. Oh, sorry, my phone. Uh, <laughs> I love phone sections. The more you play those, the more people go, oh, this is professional. Look. Look. Even if you say it's the wrong one, it still sounds like, oh, they know what they're doing oh, over yeah. there. Oh, the Todd Glass show is really hooked. Like, they have, like, a real thing. Okay. No, 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 not that. Come on. Not that. Hello? Hello. Libby? Yeah, Todd. What Sorry, did we get? You. We just got disconnected. So you put $107,000 into this? Yeah, I thought it was smart. I mean, it was just sitting there in a 401k making interest. <laughs> Let me, can I talk to Lionel? Yeah, call, Lionel, honey, it's Todd. He wants to say hello. All right, baby, hold on. Let me finish up with a chip phone, baby. <laughs> hey, Todd, how you doing, baby? Hello, Lionel. How's it going, doctor? <laughs> Meanwhile, he makes me melt a little. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> makes me melt. Like, who wants to, I can governor, president, but yeah, doctor's yeah. a good one. Yeah, you yeah. know, I got a bit, even me in the bit, I was like, oh, yeah, I yeah. guess I am. Like a, he calls me doctor. Does he? I don't think he calls everybody. Yes, yeah. he does. Okay, yeah. but let me not melt right away. Lionel. Hey, brother. Listen, so you, uh, you opened up a jazz club with, uh... Yeah, you know, I I used to run a jazz club. That was a long time ago. We used to run a jazz club right off of downtown. You know what I mean? And I, I know. That's how I met you. You wanted me to do stand-up comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get, what was it, $25 and half a sandwich? And you By were... the way, for real, for real, for real, Graham called me and fooled me. With, for, uh, uh, it's been a while, so I forget, but it was definitely during, like, if it was a three-minute message for the first two minutes, 100% fooled. No, no, here, here yeah, I fooled you. Were you were so nice, and you weren't over the top, and you were like, it was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this No, or here's not. what happened. I, I left the, did the whole message. I literally was like, I, this is the, this is the voicemail. Hey, Todd, it's, it's Lionel, man. I, uh, I got your number. And I, I can't remember. I gave some comment like, give me door, give me your number, man. And uh, I got this jazz club down at Long Beach. And we're doing stand-up comedy, you know what I mean, on a Sunday, like a jazz brunch, and we want you. So I'm, I'm painting the worst gig ever, the worst gig ever, doing stand-up during a jazz brunch. Like, nobody wants a stand-up comic exactly. there, let alone a white dude. Like, nobody. We do a jazz like a gospel brunch, you know what I mean? And you're going to do stand-up in the middle like we have one gospel, gospel brunch. Gospel brunch. Everything's getting worse it's and worse. worse. Like, every comic knows opening for music is the worst. Doing doing it after or between bands is is there's nothing that's worse than doing it between strippers. You know what I mean? Like that's nobody gives a shit. So yeah, Todd. Uh, yeah. So 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 yeah. And uh, so this is the the voicemail I'm leaving, and I'm trying to make it. He had never heard me do this voice. No. So I, I was like, I got a chance at at roping him in, and I was. I think t- you even sanded the edges off it even a little more because it was so like it the sounded you was know, so I, believable. It was I made so- it sound like a gig that someone would call you for. So I don't think yeah. I made it horrible. I think I was just like, like yeah, uh, come on down. Uh, we're doing a jazz brunch, sort of a comedy night. You know what I mean? And you all doing come down there. You know what I mean? Do like a 45 minutes to an hour. Do your thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> 45 and, uh, minutes to an hour. Yeah. You said I'll feed you. Yeah, I'll say, yeah, I'll get you $50 and we'll feed you. And, and bring that Chinese guy, Bobby Mia Motor down with That's you. That's what you yeah. said. <laughs> 
let him do his thing. You know what I mean? Y'all, y'all be doing your thing. You know. So clearly, I was doing the thing that because I was I was playing through all of those types of calls that I've gotten that we all have gotten over the years where someone is like. And your first instinct is, oh, it's a gig. And then you start listening. And you're like, this fucking guy. No way. And then I was like, and I said, all right, man. So uh, I think we're doing it. Next, you know, we started to do it every month. So, you know, just give me a call. And I, and I left my phone number. And I called you. You still ca- didn't know. You called me and you were like, I, I, I remember. That's and, right. And, and I think you, I, I was, I was, I would have carried the joke further. But I think you called me from a blocked number. Because had I seen you call me from Todd Glass, I would have answered the phone and go, hey, baby, what's up? You know what I mean? But I went, hello. And you were like, uh, hello, who is this? And I was like, and, and I was like, oh, in my head, I was like, oh, fuck. Because it was a couple days later, and I think I had forgotten that I left it. And I, w- and I remember being mad that I didn't remember because I could have strung it out. And I was like. Uh, it's Graham, and you went, you motherfucker! You were like, oh my god, Graham! You, you were, I you do. started laughing, I you go, Graham. Motherfucker. You were like, I, Graham, you uh, had me when you were like, you were doing your thing, and Bobby Miyamoto, the Chinese guy. Yeah, <laughs> why would you say that? You, but it was so under that you would think, oh come on, when he said Bobby Miyamoto, the Chinese guy, you wouldn't tip it. Yeah. No, because you were so nice. Yeah, you were was like, so you nice. Bring him down, let him do his thing. You I know? was like, yeah, you're great. I think you're awesome, and I listed like I think I saw you. <laughs> I said, like, and I picked a gig that I knew you had done or something, and I was like, I saw you at the improv, baby. You're doing great. You know, so you're. Yeah, you did. Oh, that's another thing you did. You were very good at, like, look at what you're doing in your career. I'm like, oh, does he really? Did he see me on on Conan? Yeah, I dropped in some things. Did he catch the few things? Where that's how guys like this who call you with some gig or some, like, twitchy, you know, college kid that wants you to perform in his dorm or whatever is like, no, man, we saw you, and they list something, and you're like, Cause then you always go, well, I guess he's a fan, you know. Like yeah. you b- b- have by it. All right, so that was how we get. Let so me now- get. <laughs> I love. We go right back to it. All right. So now you're so, quizzing. So, um... hey, uh, I'm so Lionel. So let me ask you a question. It's a little weird to talk about. Are you a Libby? Um... I mean, you know are what you, I mean. What you, I, I, you know, baby. I, you know what I'm trying she, to say. She's, right? she's a she's a powerful woman. You know what I mean. She. <laughs> She has a, a love about her, and I ain't got a lot to man to man, Todd. You know what I mean? I'm going to go talk to you, man to man. Do you mind if I ask how old you are? I'm 57 years old. Okay. You know what I mean? And I know, <laughs> I'm just saying that that, that woman, she. Libby's 87. Yeah, yeah. So you know. Yeah. When I she, made her older. Oh, she, I made her <laughs> you just made her older by 10 years. Oh, I, man, she looks 67. You know what I mean, brother? Well, but that's, that's between you and me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I also feel dirty now because of your comments. You know, like, you make a dirty comment to you. That's just between you and me. Well, I'd rather it not be. Can you, like, have it between you and somebody else yeah. that thinks like you? Can, can you not share that with me ever? Yeah. Can not because that's grossing me out. Okay, um, so, so okay, so what, tell me. What, well, yeah, you know, I, I mean, we just, we just connect, you know what I mean, on a level. Are you dating? Yeah, brother. You know what I'm saying? And she How's the jazz club doing? It's doing great. You know what I mean? She came the jazz out, club's doing good. The jazz club. Do, hey, you got to come down right off the 710 freeway. You know what I mean? You got to come on down there. We got. I'm going to come down tonight. Is Libby singing tonight? Libby. <laughs> uh, yeah, Libby's singing. That woman. Nah, I'm going to tell you. I've been in the jazz game. Since I was about to I'm going to come tonight. You got to come tonight, baby. I put you on the game. Meanwhile, by the way, when I go, it's packed. It's packed. It's packed. And you're expecting, like, this is going to be awful. And it's a real stage with lighting, and it's like a five-piece band squished yeah. in the corner. And, and then Libby comes out in this, like, gorgeous sequin dress. Yes. And she's just like, 
You know, <laughs> we'll we'll find something. Oh, okay. we'll ah. find stuff. But she talks, sings. You'll do whatever right, you right. want to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll create her. Okay. So uh, I'm gonna come down there. Yeah, you come down tonight, baby. I mean, it's sold out, but I'll get you a table. You know what I'm saying? And, and meanwhile, I think, oh great, like what? Meanwhile, I don't know. It's like a big fucking booth where it's like. This Lionel takes. I feel like, oh shit! Yeah, Lionel, I go in? Lionel gives you kind of like the the Goodfellas treatment. It's a big deal to go to this place. I go because it's out somewhere where I don't never heard of. I can't imagine that it's like a cool hip. And when you're driving there, it's like you get off the freeway and it's like industrial area, and you're like, what the fuck, Lionel? And then like, it's like a cool street. Yeah, and there's like a theater. Yeah, and there's like people out front, and yes. it's like happening, and you're just uh-huh. like, what? Like limos and people dressed to the nines. And you're like, what the fuck? fuck? What is this? Okay, so and uh, then on the marquee, you would see Libby <laughs> tonight, and people are like, and you hear, you literally hear people saying like, <laughs> like you hear a couple fighting, like you didn't get tickets for Libby, I told you, like, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you didn't get one night only. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. Hello. (laughs) Where the hits just keep on coming. I couldn't find the echo button. (laughs) That's how that was that whole guy. Shotgun Tom Kelly. Where the hits just keep on. Hello? You think like it's NASA goes down? Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, so let me, I'm gonna go, we're gonna just go to the club. I'm so excited okay. just to let's p- see if you can put a little background noise in. Like we walk into like tinkling, like uh, the yeah. tinkling of plates and stuff. Sounds like a poor place. Can you have any rich clinking sounds? <laughs> sounds like a, pl- a place where they're eating on card tables. What kind of sound effects do you get? Seriously. Meanwhile, I'm like only spend the nickel. Yeah. Um, no. Is, okay, that's good. Now, what are we gonna do for Libby? Like, you gotta put some reverb in her in her mic, probably. And then I guess we walk in. She's like maybe doing some banter with the audience. Bring the music down a little. And what music, Libby? Uh, oh wait, no, you're not gonna pick. Let's pick the music now, and we'll just do it in front of the audience as we always do. What do you want to? Let's let's. No, no, that's the other one. There was another better one, I think. Maybe she's just doing some banter in between. Yeah, the yeah, crowd loves yeah. her. We're, we're the oh, I think she's just... She, okay, ready? No, well, I, we like that other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're happy to have her here tonight at the Diamond Club. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to say nothing else but Libby. <laughs> Libby! Oh, you all wonderful. Oh, I love you, sweetheart. Oh, baby, I'm spoken for. You see that big, strong fella in the back there? That's my man, Lionel. They put a spotlight on him and he waves. Yeah, baby, that's right. Lionel here for you. Oh, and that's my old friend, Todd Glass. Oh, I'm excited. I swear to God. (laughs) I swear to God, even in the bit, I got excited that Libby would point me out. I got like, oh, that's sort of cool. Yeah. And I wave. 
There's Todd Glass. Anybody big fans of Craig Kilborn? <laughs> he was on Kilborn in 2002. Everybody loves Kilborn. They've got some new English guy in there with a weird voice. I don't care for it. But Todd, you keep doing what you do. I tell you what, Todd is all diamonds. Just like here at the Diamond Lounge. And I just want to thank all of you for making tonight such a memorable night. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Tip the wait staff. Linda's a little slow with the drinks. So tip her well. <laughs> oh, she still has the same. Oh, she, she even starts. Even in show business. Even as she's wrapping up. This is her big fanfare. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. She starts going, you know, I love the crowds, yeah. but there's always but, yeah. exceptions. I okay. love the crowds. You guys are wonderful. This is my this is a dream come true. I went 25, 30 years without singing. My first husband, Morty, God rest his soul, he left me a little bit of money and he said, Honey, whatever you do, don't buy a jazz club. And I said, Morty, you son of a bitch, I'm going to do it from Even from the grave, he's giving me problems, this guy. Never cleaned up his underwear. Could you put a plate in the sink, Morty? I don't think you could. This is during her show. Yeah, this is in the middle of the show. This is, <laughs> and I think this is why people love her. This is yeah. why it sold out. So when I come here to the Diamond Lounge and I get to sing for you people, it reminds me of all the wonderful things I've gotten to do in my life. Because life is short and it's wonderful. And it's a cherished thing we should do. It's like a flower or a sunset. Sometimes sunsets glare too much and they hurt <laughs> And I don't, the bifocals, it's like they don't make bifocals to look at a sunset correctly. But in those moments where we're alive, <laughs> Oh, my God. Jeez. Nice round of applause. Oh, Libby. She was great. Still, like, magical on stage, but still Libby. Hey, you want to do something uh, funny? As, as, uh, so I... <laughs> No, no, you know what I mean, yeah, like yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. You, you, thank you. Don't that, you know what? That's what a good. You just did what a good friend did. You knew I didn't need to be trampled on. Like I didn't mean it. I'm yeah, loving yeah, every yeah. second of I it. I just meant, do you want to do something else funny? But you know what? I know a few comedians that would have taken that opportunity. Oh, what to do the shtick that I don't want to participate in because I didn't mean it. You know, I didn't yeah, mean yeah. it, and I don't want to do ten minutes on. Oh, excuse me, there's no something funny, and I have to go. No, no, no. I just meant. So thank you for being evolved. I make sure you can't say anything. Listen. I can do whatever I want. You know what's great about this show? I can do whatever I fucking want, and it will make it fun. Podcasting yes. is the greatest thing in the world. Because Play you, that. you can do this. The Lumineers. Oh. <laughs> how did I spell it? Oh, no. Before, before just so it, it'll, it'll show how. Okay, I wanted him to play the Lumineers, and you I spelled spell it. it Lom-a-ner. L-O-M-A-N-E-R-S. I thought Loom. Loom. Oh, no, it's Loom. Lomaners. Can you play the Lermineurs? Ladies and gentlemen, here to perform an all-clucking version the, of the hit song out the Oh Hey by the Lumineers, please welcome the Chickeneers. No. I don't want to hear this whole part. I just want to hear the fun part. Now we got to wait because Jake made a mistake. What, I messed up one time, John? I messed up one goddamn time? You got to stop the show? It's one Oh, no, you're overreacting. Here's what he does, and it's not going to work. So I'm supposed to say, oh, it's okay, it's okay, and I have to let him have this fit. Well, you're right, it is horrible. No, it's horrible. Well, I'm glad you're reacting properly. 
Well, I'm glad. The only thing calming me is that you're understanding the the uh, the seriousness of this uh, situation that you put us in. No, I think you should kill yourself, and I don't mean to overreact. Oh, I can't do this. All right, you're fine. You're fine. It's a little mistake. It's not a big deal. I wish it would have been something else, but people make mistakes. It's all. Right. I always have to give in at the end. I love that his character just starts screaming. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Because then I have to go, because most people fall for it. Keep in mind, when he did that in the beginning, the second he did it, we were like, oh, it's okay. Like, oh, this guy's harder on himself than anybody else. You don't need. Then you figure out this manipulative fuck. If you yeah. let him, that, ah, ah, I'm going to kill myself. One time we said, good. And we were like handing him things to kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> because, because you get there eventually. But if you hear that first, you're like, oh, that's mean. We took us a long yeah. time. Woo. So anyway, here's what I wanted to do. Well, what time is it? Almost now. Look at you. You know, I'm really proud of you, Aristotle. Does anybody have anything nice they want to say about anything? Did you have a nice thing happen today? Did you think of one nice thing? Um, Something simple. Could be so simple. What happened today? Oh, my dad's in town. I had, uh, I had uh, dinner with my dad. Where did you go? Went to an Italian restaurant on the Third Street Promenade. And are you comfortable with your dad? Like his conversation yeah, just yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah. I like my dad. Good That's guy. cool. Where's he visiting from? Back east. Where's like where? Connecticut. I don't know east and north. It's embarrassing. Someone asked me once, "Do you ever get out to the uh, west coast?" I'm you didn't like, know the part of the country you lived in. Not then. Now I know because I was corrected. Only because <laughs> I remember them saying, "You don't know you live on the west coast." But no, I don't like. I even forget. People go, "Oh, do you ever get to the east coast?" I go, "Like, give me like a city there, and then I can tell you." But I don't just know. Like, like Philly, where you grew up. Yeah, I think that's probably. East Coast. No, it's North Coast. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Well, I tried. You know, you can only try and then fail. <clears throat> but uh, it's okay. So anyway, um, <laughs> what, what were we just talking about? Oh, thank you. This is our meditation we do with the audience every week. So close your eyes, everybody, and put some reverb in this. Close your eyes and picture pure joy. These chickens we hear wanted to sing their whole lives. Now they're able to. And they're at the farm. And they're real chickens, not people. And they're freaking out that they're singing. And you're... Are you high? In your house? Because this is all it's for. It's for you. I'm, I, know, I know a lot of people think, you, oh, they give their audiences... I'm giving you a treat because I'm going to tell you something right now. I've got a guest sitting in front of me that's very funny. And he could, we could, you know what he's capable of, but I know you're high and you'll appreciate this. And we're willing to take three minutes out and just fucking let you love it. Enjoy it. Take more. Pause it. Seriously. I'm not telling you to take more acid or something. Go smoke more pot. Fucking live a little. We have reverb and we could join in. Play it again. We know what people. Tell us about your thing that you're raising money for. <laughs> I knew I'd get the people. Just when we're in that bit, boom, I got you, you motherfuckers. Now you got to listen. Because guess what's coming after this? And, you're, and, don't, and don't think, I'll go 15 seconds, 15 seconds. You stay right here with us. 
<laughs> because this is important that you know this, and I want you to hear it. And then when it's over, I'm going to go back to some more clucking sounds. Uh, I, so, <laughs> but there actually is something. It is where uh, Chris Mancini, my co-host on Comedy Film Nerds, uh, who also is one of the, the, the he and I and Dave Anthony and Andy Wood put together the LA Podcast Festival, which you've done. You did the first year. I did, um, and we'll have you back. Uh, and we shot a bunch of uh, interviews this past year and got you know we just kind of use we're going to use it for promotion. We got great interviews with like Mark Marin, Aisha, Doug, and Pardo, and all these people, and they were all talking very seriously about what podcasting meant to them. And how and you know this like this is the most I always said like I love one of the things about podcasting that I love and about the festival is I get to see my friends doing exactly what they want to do like this show is your this is there's nobody giving you notes there's nobody saying well Todd maybe not like do you know why I love what you're saying and I'll make this quick because I want you to. Um, but you could say it's interjecting is that sometimes like when I, I do love talk, I love doing the podcast and then I spend a lot of time talking about how much I love doing it and talking about podcasting. Yes. You would not see that on a show at night. Like you wouldn't go a late night talk show host going, Oh, this is such a, you just do the show. So sometimes I feel like, do I like, should I just not talk about how, but then when you say what you're saying, it makes me think, okay, I'm not the only one. You can do however the fuck you want. I know. I know. But you think like, you can still like go, okay, we get it. It's fun. Just do it. But when I hear you talk about it, it reminds me, yeah. That's right. I'm glad you agree because I think the same thing. Like, it's a great way to go right to the audience and get. I I wanted to do maybe you know I'm not the only one, but like another layer to it is I wanted to do uh, like I grew up listening to Howard Stern being in the car, so Mm -hmm. that was. But you can't just get that. You have to not only do you not just get that, but you would have to get a show on a radio show where you could have the guidelines before you got to do what he gets to do. Right. So you didn't get to do that. You had to be like. Big to get to do. Does it make yeah, sense? Yeah, absolutely. And then, so it's like not like back then. You go, well, you could have done radio back then. Yeah, and that blew radio. Oh, they were so many so many suits and radio. Oh. It's worse than TV. The, you know, you go into a number one station in a market. I always ask them the same thing. Number one, ten years, thirteen years, and I always ask like, I go after thirteen years, like, do they like leave you alone a little? They go, you'd think, and then all along comes fucking podcasting. Yeah. So of course I'm going to fall in love with it. It's the best thing, and I like. You know, watching you do this show or like when you did the festival and brought a band and all that stuff. And then like Mike Schmidt talks for three hours, long three hour stories. And he has crazy loyal fans like Gil Martin does Mental Illness Happy, like everybody, part of all these people. And and even like Mark Maron, one of the interviews we got with him made a great point. He was like, you know, I I like doing stand up. I think I'm pretty good at it. But he goes, I feel like I'm more my I, I love doing stand up. I love it. But I'm more myself even just talking on this show or like when we do comedy film nerds because we just talk movies. And again, we're not getting notes. And we, Chris and I always say to each other, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Like, let's make this episode different. Like, we just interviewed my dad, you know, because he's a theater. He's a retired theater professor. And we're just like, I want to interview my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, sounds so, like we need to get Graham on Mark Maron, if you know what I mean. Well, tell me what. So we we, we well, I sidetracked it. So this thing that you're doing from a lot right. of the interviews you had, which I did, did the people that were interviewing the year I did it, they you were also sending around cameras the year I did it. Was that by you? That, that was by us. That was actually that Steve was Steve Feinhardt. Steve Feinhardt was was interviewing, and he was going to make a podcast documentary. Like, great, come to the festival, shoot as much as you want, and then that fell apart. He's the one guy who did Bitter Buddha. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, he, I know Steve Feinhardt, friend of the show, huh. a great dude. <laughs> He's really got us into a few situations. Mm. 
<laughs> Steve got us into another pickle. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, uh, so, 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 so that that podcast, that documentary fell apart, and then Chris and I were looking, and we we're like, why don't we? Chris said it to me. He goes, Graham, who knows more about podcasting and making movies? And like, I've made a documentary. Chris is a filmmaker too. I'm like, let's do this. So and we and we wanted to show the connection to the fans because I'm sure you've gotten this too. Every show has gotten emails and stuff saying your show got me through this. Whatever, even if it's just I have this boring job and your show gets me through it and some of it's like you got me through chemo or whatever. And we want to make a movie that talks about how unique podcasting is and the connection and you have to go to, to those people too. Yeah, you know, be able to- yeah, that's one of the things we're raising money for because we need 135 grand because half of the budget is going to be I want to fly to wherever Iowa and or so, somebody and make know, these connections and show that, the that person are, of, of now these connections have been only through emails. Yeah, you know what? First of all, when you when uh, you know when you told me in the be- it's one of the reasons why we did the festival. I was like, I want all these people under one roof and have a party. I want to meet them and and have a party with them. But what were you going to say? I'm sorry. I was going to say that um, you know, when you first told me, obviously, like I knew it was something in this area, but then instantly, I'm so intrigued by that one aspect yeah. of it that I'm like, yeah, this is like a so you're starting. You have a Kickstarter. We have a Kickstarter campaign. The movie is called Earbuds, the podcasting documentary. If you go to Kickstarter and just type in Earbuds. Um, you can see it, or you can go to comedyfilmnerds.com, and we have a, a, a banner ad at the top you can click through. And you can get cool stuff. You can donate for as little as 5 bucks. Um, you can get a download of the movie, a DVD. Uh, companies have started to donate, like Squarespace is donating free um, uh, web hosting for a year. No, they didn't give me anything. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, Tweaked Audio has given actual earbuds, so on some of the levels. And, you know, you can... If you got a lot of money, you can be a producer on the film, which takes little to no talent. Or yeah, I, I love. I really there's not <laughs> there's not that many. That's, like, that that's, me... that's a slam on Hollywood. Listen, you don't got to make fun of Hollywood. They're here. <laughs> um, that's a uh, that I want to see that like that. That's going to pull. First of all, there's nothing wrong with saying this because it pulls on your heartstrings sometimes when you when you the, that what, exactly what you're talking about. Well, you know. Things I would want and to then talk you get about to see that person is how, how, how important it's become to all of us, especially in the sort of L.A. podcast comedy community. And I want to get shows outside of that world. But like you came out of the closet. You didn't do it on Conan O'Brien. You did it on Mark Maron's podcast. And it was a Edit very that out. <laughs> some of the new listeners don't know. It was, for, it was a very small, isolated group that I was honest with. And now we go back to please seriously mark that 222, 420 and uh, play a loud pan crashing just in case there's any residual so just a weird sound effect in yeah. the middle of nowhere just uh, like, so, meow, so yeah that, for that for that and, you know do me a favor because of my neuroses so I don't because I'm so afraid of sounding maudlin we're, we're talking about the element of podcasting that is that but then there's also I would just be intrigued and I know you're going to agree with me when you know when some kids uh, that went to some university in Miami I think in Ohio and they sent me a video of them watching the show like just having a good time and they were doing some of the shit we were doing I'm like that That's fucking is so, so cool. Great. Like, I want to show somebody. So it's silly, listen, too. It's silly. Of course it's silly. I want to show the connection between the podcaster yeah. and the fan. And that's what the movie's about. It, the, the, the Kickstarter ends February 24th. So donate. If you people don't fucking do this, I'm going to be very upset with you. And I've never said that on this show <laughs> since I've started. But now I'm really going to have to tighten my belt. Seriously, don't be a fucking cheap fuck. It's so disgusting. No one's going to like you. And we want the it's podcasting I is made you. by the fans. Can I tell you something? I'm watching you through your earbuds. <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm told I'm in your ear. I'm going to see if you give money to Graham. I'm going to be with you all day. These are the new characters that I have. Um, <laughs> Squeaky and... Uh... <sighs> I'm glad.
took a deep breath there. <laughs> no one will ever notice. The edit. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, uh, so the Kickstarter, did you get all that information? Yep. Out? Yeah. Go to kickstarter.com and type in earbuds, uh, the podcasting documentary, and it ends February 24th. And there you we go. want we want the podcast fans to to have ownership of this movie. So, jump in. I love I love it. I really do. I'm you excited know what? to make it. Um, I mean, I don't know why I want you to do this, and maybe it's you're like, there's no reason. But this is a little song that I've asked most people on the show to sing, and Rory got it pretty quick. Some people still can't get it. I'm all right with it, but most people need to listen to it like two or, to George Carlin, like listen to it like two or three times, and then they pick it up. So, can you you want to see how you do? Sure. Okay, here we go. Hey, hi, hello, this is the chat guy. Hey, hi, hello, thanks for stopping by. I like you and I hope you like I. Hey, hi, hello, hey, hi, goodbye. That last part's hard. Hey, hi, hello, hey, hi, goodbye. Do you want to hear it one more time? Yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Hey, hi, hello, this is the chat guy. Hey, hi, hello, thanks for stopping by. I like you and I hope you like I. Hey, hi, hello, hey, hi, goodbye. Now, I'm let you sing along with it. So if you have it 95%, you have it 100%. Because yeah, yeah. you got a second here or two to cheat. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Can you give him some reverb and do this right? I run a professional show. I know. It's tight shit. Thank you. Are you having a good time? Yeah. Are you having fun? Yeah. I'll edit this out. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Hey, hi, hello, this is the chat guy. Hey, hi, hello, thanks for stopping by. I like you and I hope you like I. Hey, hi, hello, hey, hi, goodbye. Oh, you did it. I didn't think you were doing it, and then I kept lowering the music, and I'm like, oh, he is doing it. Why am I making it harder for him? I'm like, play it again. Here's me. I'm like, wait, is he singing? I'm like, oh, oh. Hello, are hello? You? it's Todd. Hi, I'm sorry, shut up all the music. Hi, hi, hey, hi, hello, hey, hi, hi goodbye. goodbye. Can I ask you a personal? Well, we'll do that. We'll close with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you were good at that. Free tacos. What is that about? Free tacos. Oh, you want to hear something? I don't know why this made me so happy. These three, uh, these three, uh, these. Three kids, they go through the Taco Bell drive-thru. They look like they're probably maybe in high school. And um, they – you might think that I edited out the, the part that's worth hearing, but I didn't. I think I they, – they sing their order. They talk about it, then they sing their order. But to me, the best part is is when they find out they're getting it for free. Like, they're so excited, and I love it. It's just so – like, it's pure just – it like, reminds me of just like, well, what I'm always thankful we get to do as comedians. Right. They're so excited. It's such a great, just good – so anyway, they, they sing their order, like, we'll get it. You know, they sing it on the guitar. They all have their mm-hmm. harmony. They sort of rehearse it a little bit, but it's cool. And then the woman goes – she you hear her laughing, and then she they go, they're getting it free. Here's how excited they are. Which one? Which one? First or second? Listen second. to what the one kid says at the end. I love it. It's worth waiting for. Hey guys! <laughs> yeah, baby! That's freaking free, dude. Did she get it for me? Oh my god. It's so tight. <laughs> I can't believe they got it all. That was sick. Yeah. I wish we do this more often. Yeah, right? no we, can't food. we gotta go hit up McDonald's and Burger King. <laughs> yeah. Wendy's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, you. And some free food. I'm at McDonald's. You too, Thank man. You. Good looking. Sick tits, dude. Free food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Woo-hoo. 
called a victory right here. Sick tits, dude. Free food. And it's not even, it's so gentle and, and beautiful that he would say that. Sick tits, dude. Oh, man. They're so excited. You just, you, you're listening <sighs> to that, and I remember just being like, God, you remember when free, like, I, you know what I mean? Like, when being like 17 and being like, fuck, that was going to cost us 12 bucks. Yeah. You know, and then you get that. Oh, man. <laughs> I remember my friend, he, he goes, watch this, I'll get us free hamburgers. And he went back up to the counter, and he came back with free hamburgers. I'm like, what did you do? He goes, I just told him they didn't taste as good as they normally do. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but he was like 16 or something. Yeah. I was like, god damn it. Yeah, that, when that? you're 16, that guy's got a superpower. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes. oh, how did he fucking do that? He just did it. Well, I drove, so I might have been 17. So anyway, that <laughs> suck the fucking shit out of wow. that bit. Wow, motherfucker. Um. Well, we going for that. Alan Strickland Williams. You have anything you want to say, Alan? Thanks, Todd. Oh, give me give me a one liner. I hate to say it like that. I feel like you know, it's like, is that wrong? No, that's right. I don't want to, you know, go. Uh, you know, what are you? What are you? Hey, how are you doing? Give me another one liner. You know. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Give him reverb. I think it'll help. And by the way, I'm going to buy you reverb box for the road if this helps. <laughs> My girlfriend's really into role playing, which is fine. But I'm a little worried because the role I got last night was man number three. <laughs> Alan Strickland Williams. Alan Strickland Williams. Alan Strickland Williams. I'm just putting enough down in case you meet a, a girl you want to fool around. You have enough betting music. You bring her in the bed, you press play, and then you... That's me. Alan Strickland-Williams. Alan Strickland-Williams. Alan Strickland-Williams. Alan Strickland Williams. 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 Hey, hi, hello. Hey, we have a sponsor. I hate to do this to us, but I'm sorry. It's a new thing. I'll tell you what. If you don't know how to cook and you like to make desserts and you want to make desserts easy because I know I can't. I like. To, I would love to be able to make desserts, but I can't make them. And I'll tell you what. This is an answer to your problems. We'll be back right after this. You message. love delicious homemade desserts, but recipes can be complicated and take so this long This is to real, make. by the way. Hi, Kathy Mitchell here with my new Dump Cake Cookbook. Dump Forget cake. measuring. <laughs> now you can easily make homemade desserts in minutes. It's as simple as dump and bake for delicious desserts every time. Guaranteed. Watch the this. reason I love this is they're so afraid that people don't want to put any love into a recipe. That that, <laughs> And by the way, we're not making fun of that they do this. At least I think you'll agree with my perspective. This works. They figured out. It's not like they're going, like, who would want to make? They, there's no love in it. Just dump and wait to hear the ingredients. It's just, it goes to anybody that just is like, I could give a fuck what it, how it makes it or what's in it. I don't give a fuck what's in it. 
I don't want to fucking do anything Wouldn't you just takes buy time. a goddamn box cake? I want to make pretend a little. Can you leave me the fuck alone? Just go to the goddamn bakery and buy I a fucking cake that's creamy. I want to make pretend a little, but I don't want to do anything at all. Can I just, I just dump something in and make of- pretend I cooked it? Oh, Jesus. Just buy a fucking cake no. and put it in the oven and pull it out when your guests come over. It's too much work. I want to dump it in. Technically, play this infomercial. This could be what I need. Yes. Start with fruit, dump on your favorite cake mix, and finish with a can of soda. <laughs> By the way, what if she goes, she's not even saying put it in the cake mix. She's just like drinks it. <laughs> she's that like wants to make middle America think that drinking a soda is part of making this cake. Dump your cake in the bunt pan and then finish with a can of soda and then crack it open. Guilt, 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 guilt. You've guilt. worked hard. You need to celebrate. <laughs> you, you just dumped some shit in a fucking pie mix. You need to put down your gloves and go out and, and drink more soda. You know what, honey? You've earned it. Have a soda. Like <laughs> You've been making pastries all day. <laughs> Now finish up with a nice dump cake. Let me hear more about this dump cake. That's a delicious rasin peach dump cake. Oh, so scrumptious. Look, She's so full of shit. By the way, can't she even act like she gives a fuck? Uh, oh, oh, so, so scrumptious. Yes. Play it again. She's so fucking. By the way, we're overanalyzing it, but not really. No, no, we're not. No, we're not. Like act. You have to act. Oh, so scrumptious. There's words when something scrumptious. It does something for every bit of your taste buds. It's it just delights you, I and re- you don't go ah oh, so scrumptious. I remember when I first moved to L.A. and I was living with Paul Goble and I were roommates, and and he would watch like late night TV, and he's like, "There's." I came home one night, and he was like, "You gotta you gotta watch this infomercial guy." I'm like, "What?" He goes, "This guy's amazing," and it was some like. You know, car coat, like, yes. you put it on, and it turns out the scratches. And this guy was so fucking into it. And he'd be like, do this. And and, and we go, okay, we're going to shoot a laser into this, all right? And you're going to see how this, you can, uh, not even a laser can do it. And go, all right, beam on. And he was, we were like, and I, at first I thought Goldblum was nuts. And I was like, this fucking guy, he goes, this is the best actor on TV I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Because this is the dumbest product, and this guy fucking sold it. So what you're saying is correct when she's like, it's so scrumptious. Shut You don't fucking believe this dumb cake. You don't believe what you're saying. It's so scrumptious. It's so delicious. Pop a can of soda and eat a fucking Twinkie. Like, that's what you say. Like, you're such an Dad, asshole. Make for cake even... in your mouth. Uh, eat a Twinkie and then swallow some sugar. Uh, congratulations. Then... <laughs> you just had a birthday party in your stupid mouth. <laughs> it's, like if, it's like if Laura Silverman was like doing this. Like just angry, stupid. But cake in a skillet. And easy? Here's the cake mix. Just dump on the good stuff. Chocolate chips, marshmallows, even chocolate cookies. Bacon, voila. That's the best dessert ever. Now, here's one of my favorites. Just dump syrup, sugar, cinnamon, and nuts in a pan, and then just layer in some biscuits. For fresh, what? warm, sticky... That sounds awful. Can I, can I tell you something so you know I'm being honest? It does, but I bet it's good. Because <laughs> think of this. The muffins, they get the sugar, and they become cinnamon buns, basically. So you put muffins in. I think the muffins should go in first, but they didn't make it sound like well, it's, that. It's, you just throw this on the shit and cook it like... I get it, though. It's horrible overall. Just but this buy, one I just like. Just buy fucking muffins. Right. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's... it's Okay, go ahead. I'm mad Just at like grandma used to make. <laughs> no, 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 no. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. There's no way. There's no grandmother on the planet that just dumped sugar and syrup and buns into a thing and shook it around. 
Like, what are you talking about? This woman is a goddamn filthy by liar. The way, by the way, Graham, I, to George Carlin, there, there's a ridiculousness in the way we're saying it. But I agree. I said I figured it out a while ago. And I'm, I don't judge that many people. But these people, I used to think, oh, it's a, no, they're evil. You're evil. You're evil. And I feel, then I want to go, well, come on, would I turn it down? Or like, I, look, I get to judge people even, I'm not saying at that moment I wouldn't be weak, but I still get to look at it for the truth. You're, they're just so, it's some of the people on the Home Shoppers channel too. It's like, oh no, I get good showmanship. I get a guy that's sure. selling this weird sponge outside. The shit that they sell sometimes and they know it's garbage and they talk about it for an hour. Oh, that's got to suck the on. shit out of you. Come on. I mean, like, yeah, we're all salesmen. And By the way, there's comedians like that too they yeah, that yeah. their acts are that <laughs> <laughs> josh points to himself like that's a good thing yeah over here yeah. uh anyway i think what i said made sense but mark it just in case it didn't um uh, no, it i don't sense. need calls from Ahuga. <laughs> that's the way i covered up in post what oh yeah let me hear more and get speedy mug recipes. Crushed pineapple, angel food cake mix, one minute in the microwave, and yummy pineapple upside dump cake. It really is mistake proof. Oh, you just dump and bake. I people... never knew homemade desserts could be this easy. You don't need to spend hours to make homemade cakes. Get my dump cake cookbook today for only $10, and you too can make five-star desserts in a flash. But wait, call now and get my amazing dump dinner cookbook. Easily make meals in minutes, like my deeply delish pizza. Mm-mm. Oh. Or my hearty beef and pasta dump dish. Don't even brown the beef. Dump in uncooked pasta and sauce. Top with cheese and cook. Your family will want a second helping. I made the caramel apple dump cake in just 20 minutes. It was the best dessert ever. You'll get both cookbooks, dump cakes and dump dinners for just $10 with over 250 homemade recipes. Here's how to order. She's wait a minute. I thought she was selling like a cooking machine. She's selling a cookbook? Yes. Of just nonsense? Yeah, it's like this. There's this, no. There's a bake. There's like a. a, a yeah. <laughs> yes, I thought she had something. I thought she had some cake mix, but she doesn't even have. You that. just chuck it all, and she's like, and then she chuck wants, this into there. Well, she figured she's out like, something. Put this in a skillet. Put this in the microwave. You know what, what she? Fig- I'll, I'll tell you what she figured out. I have a feeling. Now keep in mind, I'm not defending her. <laughs> how dare you think maybe I would be? But um, you know how someone figured out that you can make lasagna and you don't have to cook the shells like you just layer it in there. Right. Changes making lasagna. Like you can imagine that you don't have to boil the noodles and layer right. them in. So someone figured out you can just put the hard noodles in. Put the cheese, hard noodles, cheese, hard and noodles. And it all cooks. And it all cooks somehow. It's pretty good, right? So she probably figured out some way where you just dump cake mix in, and there's a process you thought you used to have to do that you don't. You just add but shit to it. how does it come out? Look, like, it just sounds Here's like... Here's the thing. I bet, it, I bet those muffin things. I'm, I'm, I'm being honest with you. Like, as much as I agree with you, think, well, how's Todd making a complete, what do they call it, a 360 here? 180. A 180? Whatever they call it. <laughs> and explain more. What did the guy tell me to do up front? Uh, could you, uh, could you, um, uh, mm, I wouldn't do it this slow in real life. Mm. Oh, he loves that. He really does. He's, when, when he's not on the show, this is all the joy he gets. So while I look for this, Tom Martin. all right, Tom, you happy? That's what I do. I give to you, Tom. It's the only way he can come. Okay. So anyway, back to you. <laughs> what am I supposed to back, back to me about what? We're talking about dump cake? What if she was like 
Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I. I don't mean back to you. I mean back to uh, oh. back to the situation. So, is there more dump cake? Oh, that's it. So full of shit. Oh, we were talking about how full of shit these people oh. are. I agree. I can't. That makes me mad. And you then, know what I mean? I know. And then you know the the the, the part about this is uh, like you know it's like the uh, what we're talking about. I forget what we're talking about. The dump cake. What are we talking about about it? I don't remember. No, yes, you do. <laughs> no, Graham, come on. <laughs> you were saying that the biscuits would work somehow. Oh, God bless you, Aristotle. You're the only one that does anything around here. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I bet as, as much as I get the ridiculousness of it and it just sounds unappealing and dumb dinners, it's like with it, it, the whole thing is like, oh, don't worry about putting love into anything. You know, it's just like dumping it. But I bet you those things. If you took them, you're, basically you're taking. Even though I was confused on the order that they did it, basically mm-hmm. you, if you put biscuits in the bottom of a pan and then poured brown syrup and brown sugar and baked them, you have cinnamon buns basically, and they're going to be fucking unbelievable. So it probably would taste pretty good. Those those muffin ideas. <laughs> I I don't see it though. It would if you put it on a, a, a if you put it on a cutting block at a fine restaurant and they go our chef makes them every night and you brought them out you'd go shut the fuck up. Especially if they took a little vanilla glaze, maybe, and they sprinkled it on the top, squirted it a little. But just, I'm talking muffins, brown syrup, and sugar. That's it, and bake them. Bring them to your table as they come out of the oven on a wooden chopping block. Yes, you're going to go, shut the fuck up. You got it? You, you want to go at it? <laughs> I'll go make them at my house. Right now, I'll go make them. I would, just to teach you a lesson. If you well, made, if you made them the way, exactly the way she says. Yes. And they come out and they taste right. Oh, they're going to. I'm 100% positive. I don't think I so. I will kill myself if you don't like them. Literally. That's <laughs> the, I've never made that bet. Now, let me, ask, let me ask you a question. Uh, first of all, hold on. I take that back. I take it back. No. Do you like cinnamon buns? Yeah, I do. No, I don't eat them regularly. Me neither. But if, if, if they were something that were healthy and it tasted like that, the right. ta- you just don't eat them because there's so much right. sugar. But just purely for the taste of them, a good cinnamon bun with, with the bread and it's – Of bl- course. They're amazing. The right gooiness of the great. dough and then the oh, – shut the fuck up. Yeah. And with vanilla glaze, oh, God, motherfucking oh. rest in peace. Oh. May the Lord you know, you know what have I, mercy on if my you soul. Made, if you made those to me, Todd, if I came to your house and you made them, Mm-hmm. And you're like, Graham, it's exactly like the dump cake recipe. I wouldn't lie to you. You wouldn't. I, I, I know you're a man of your word. I know I'm a and man. And I ate them. And I was like, Todd, no bullshit. We've known each other a long time. Mm-hmm. These. You're not. Okay. What the, would I do? Here's what I would do. I would say, close your eyes. And then. <laughs> seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> The meter maid, the same thing. You Every get her. You go. Yep. You go up and you thank her for the ticket. You go. It's not that I'm happy I got the ticket, but you know you con her into liking. You. Here's what. Here's, what, like here's, here's what you do. The, the meter maid. You go. Look, I know you got people yelling at you all day, mad that you got the ticket. I'm a grown man. I was. I let the meter expire. Well, well I appreciate that because you're because I you know I don't like giving tickets, but it's my job. It is your job, and I appreciate you doing. Okay, it. well, it, thank you. And you're generating revenue for the city. Well, you're you you'd be the first person that would know that you, because I don't hear that. I hear people complain all day because they are not responsible and they can't put money in my meter. People I mean, ask me if I've ever done it. You know what I say? I go, no, I haven't. I put money in meters. I tell you what, <laughs> this, this might sound weird. Do you know you're a little sexy when you start getting mad like that? <laughs> 
Well, you walker. I mean, I got to be honest with you. I was, I was like, I mean, I was like, I'm not going to put any more money in that meter because I hope I get to talk to this lady. I like. Well, that. no, little, I don't. <laughs> little kitty cat scratches. If you know what I mean. <laughs> That's great. You get her. Back to your place. Yeah. Then you go. Yeah. Sel- seltzer water. <laughs> <laughs> and then I run out. Oh, every time. Every time. Every time, every time, every time. I thought you said you loved me. I do. <laughs> and I got a clown noise that haunts. <laughs> <laughs> you have to keep remembering. <laughs> <laughs> you doing the seltzer water? Yeah, yeah. While I was drinking. All right, you got me enough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just wanted to have a little fun. Oh my God! How long were you gonna do it? I was going to do it until I ran out <laughs> of the first bottle. Here's the second one. <laughs> Who likes sprinklers? <laughs> Imagine if this was coming out of my dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> What time is it? Oh my God! I hate to do that. It takes it seems like it takes the uh, the fun out of the room. And yes, what time it is? Nine thirty-two. Is it really? Look at us. Well, it goes quick. Everybody always fun. Oh God damn it! Um. So uh, look at you, Jake. By the way, fun uh, fun show today. Put that call on hold. It was fun. I'm glad you guys came by, Josh. Androwski, ladies and gentlemen. Also, Alan Strickland Williams. Thank you. It was fun. I'm glad you guys. Were- Alan Strickland Williams. <laughs> Alan Strickland Williams. Don't stop that. Seriously, stop that. Alan Strickland right, Williams. Jake, I'm not shitting around. Jake, Alan Strickland you know we have a safe word on the show, and I'm gonna fucking say it. Alan I swear to God, if you think it's funny, Williams. potato salad. Alan I just said potato salad. I'm not. I don't mind it. That's fucking bullshit, man. It's not funny. I won't laugh at it later. Potato salad! I demand you. I've said potato salad, and you know potato salad is a sacred word around here. The Jake Adams Show. Oh, Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. Did I pay for that, you pile of shit? Is that what you do? I get it. I get it. When you order that, I get it. I don't look at the bills. You had yourself a jingle made, and you know what? I'm able to laugh at myself. You got one over on me. Chicken salad and potato salads. Do not do it. Alan Strickland. Oh, what the fuck is this? Oh, this is the closing when to the closing. I was a little boy. This is a I true story. I having a podcast. The only dream I'd ever known. So I ever wanted, yeah, I wanted a podcast. 
for coming by tonight and Libby get Libby on the phone we're going to say goodbye to her and, uh, what a fun way to go to close we had a fun song thank you lyricist Joe as always we love you and we closed the way I want to Hello? close oh Libby hi hi Todd how are you it's so great we've been spending a lot of time together on the phone yes we have um, how you're doing good? I'm doing great. You know me, just easy breezy like a dandelion in the wind on a spring day. You know, but not a wind. But you know, sometimes in the spring it's a little polleny. You know what I mean? And then I start sneezing, and it's weird. And they don't make the right Kleenexes anymore. I got I got a break. Is I feel guilty. I look. This is what I have to do. Asking her if she does what I want to ask. Is it okay for the bit like that? I asked. You, do, you okay. do it. Come okay. on. Tom. Even it. Okay. So, listen, Libby, there's something I want to talk to you about. You know, okay, sweetie, what do you want to shoot? I mean, um, it's, uh, you know, I just want to make sure that, uh, you know, that uh, it's okay. It's a little personal. You're dating Lionel. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, you get to be a gal at my age, Todd, and I just thought that, uh, you know, you don't think, you think that love is over. You're not going to meet the right the right fella, and then right. along comes Lionel, you know, that big all locomotive right, of love. All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. We don't got to talk. That's not, uh, it's your, you know, I'm happy for you, but um, she wants to get so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's making me just, you know, because I don't look at her that way. Well, all right. Well, can I ask you one more thing? Yeah. Oh, I feel like I'm getting too personal with you. Todd, you know, we've known each other a lot of years. When you and I, we met up in Fresno with that weird fella, Graham. And, Graham uh, Elwood. No, yeah. Graham's, Graham's a good guy. Is he still doing those dumb game shows? They were so <laughs> stupid. You know what I mean? He didn't be out there running around <laughs> in those shirts like, oh, hey, we're the lightning round. I just didn't, I didn't understand. I'm sure he's a sweetheart. I know he's a sweetheart. What is he doing now? He goes on the road with a marijuana person or something? <laughs> That's the little bit she knows about yeah. the business. That's it. He goes in the room with the, the marijuana water person. One of the chores no, or something. Well. <laughs> well, I do want to ask you this. Uh, you, of course, you, uh, you ask me whatever you want, sweetie. I'm. You I, fuck that shit. I forgot to do it <laughs> because I got paranoid that it, I wasn't in the mood to dance around. I thought, oh, I'm tired. I wonder if everybody else is. <laughs> so, I just, so I just played the song and then I sat back down. Do I leave all this in? Yeah. I do? As a punishment? Yeah. 
Are you okay? Why are you getting me nervous? Because you, you, you know what she did wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just thought we could just say good night. Yeah, let's right? say good night. Why we did enough? We that was a great show. Listen, I'd like to end with a nice song. We'll just go to that. That's all. Aristotle, look at him over there. He's picking shit out of his pussy every week like a true. When I make a promise, I keep my promise. Promise for these listeners. I'll give you five minutes of it. We're just going to sit here and listen to it too with you. But five minutes. I'm not kidding around. Enjoy it. We're going to be here with you. We're not going anywhere. You know we're gonna we're gonna let this thing breathe. We're not gonna sit and interrupt it. But I don't want you to think because what happens is you're gonna think, oh they they let the song go. We're with you. We're gonna be here with you. Graham, you're here still. I'm in. I'm not going anywhere. Huh? Everybody, Alan, you're here. I'm here. Graham's here. I mean uh, Jake and Aristotle. Close your eyes. This song could be so much more spiritual than you would. I never thought this song would be the song, the the mantra of my life. Enjoy. Graham, look at you. I thought you were done, and I go.
Check out my YouTube channel. Is this enough? Did we give you enough? No, we didn't. No. See, this is the this is the relationship that you're sitting there. You're going. I know they think to stop, but I'm here, and I could fucking go. We're going. Please, we're not fucking battling on you. We get it. We get it. More. Please, we're not stupid.
We gotta go hit up McDonald's, Burger King, yeah! Wendy's, I'm sorry. Food. I'm sorry. Yeah, you tinsel free food. You too, Thank man. You. Good looking. Sick tits, dude. Free food.
So no matter what he shoots, I gotta go, fuck you, you miss me. Otherwise, this bit ends shitty. As, as a present to Jake, because I know he wants to do this, we're going to let him do a one-minute solo with no interruptions. Please give him a lot of reverb and show him the respect he deserves. His name is Jake Adams, and he'll be reciting the, the Lumineers, the Cluckers. He'll do it with no, purely you. So I can't. He's got. I'm trying to bring it back in, but I realize his his eyes are closed over there. Okay, everybody. I think we did a nice job. Where do you end? You got to end somewhere. Part of us all wanted to say no, 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 no. 
But in all seriousness, thanks for having me on the show. It was thank you. Fun. Got a Kickstarter, guys. It was a comedy film. It was fun. And we do. By the way, thank you for doing that longer than yeah. anybody else would have done it. Yeah. That was, was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. But we got to say goodbye. So anyway, thanks a lot, everybody. We'll, we'll ride you out here with a little Lumineers, but just because it's so silly at this point. But we're done. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. Uh, we weren't going to leave you, you son of a bitches. We're all we've got. Hey, you bring down there that Bobby Miyamoto. Lionel, come on, Lionel. Oh, get Lionel on the phone. Hold on, let me get you on the phone. Let's make it professional. Get Lionel on the phone. Okay, back to the... Lionel. The Lumineers down at the Jazz Club. Oh, we're playing them here. Yeah, yeah. You know what I got? I got one thing I want to say to you about the Lumineers. You yeah. know what I mean? Like a funky chicken, baby. Is Libby there? Hold on. Hey, Todd. Hey, Libby, I love you. I heard the bar's doing great. The club is packed. We're having a great time. We're playing the Lumineers at our podcast. We've been doing it for like 10 minutes, so we decided to call you. And you're, I hear it in the background. Let me hear it. Hear it in the background. You can hear it like the... the oh, I love it. You're playing the same song we're playing. Yeah. You want to sing along? I'd love to, Todd. I mean, singing sometimes hurts my teeth. <laughs> Blah 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 I grew up on a farm, Todd. I know how a chicken thing. Let Lionel sing, Libby. You know me, I'm easy breezy. Let Lionel come to the uh, phone. Lionel. Yeah, baby, how you doing? I want to hear you. Give us a little bit. All right, let's get it downtown. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, that's right. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I can blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Baby, blah, 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 blah. Oh my god. <laughs> he makes it good actually. He gives it some soul. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, Lionel. Blah 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 blah
think I, you think I you think I really am gonna do that to you? Stop it! You're being silly. Stop being silly. We're gonna do this until every person in the world is happy. We're on a mission and we're not done. Blah 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 blah. I want to thank Jimmy Fallon, otherwise we would not have this song to do this with. In the final moment, as you close your eyes and you put your head in the pillow, your sleep became deeper and deeper. You went from a joyous podcast to a calm that will be like no calm you've ever had before. And each of us will take our last moments and calmingly putting some wisdom and words or just kind thoughts in your ears. It doesn't have to be that much. That's the way today's show will end. We will take maybe 30 seconds each and put some love in the people's ears. I'd like to start. You know the way I feel. Graham? (laughs) Uh, That was everything that is great about comedy and podcasting. You know what? At first I was going to do the joke answer because I was like, you know, I was going to go, you know the way I feel, but, but you're right. It was everything that was great about podcasting. I didn't want it to end. I wanted to keep doing it. I know. Me too. I felt moments of like tears of joy in the middle of it. But it doesn't, you can't feel any like just sillier. You know, it's just, to, it's like, it's more than just making you laugh. It's also this just to let yourself go in that, that it sounds a little cliche, but it is true. You do let yourself go like in this like. You know, just, it's, it's, it's just, and every yeah. time we'd bring it down and then come back and everyone at the table would jump in and the tambourine started coming out. It but, was fucking awesome. Now, listen to George Carlin. We do have to, you know, what do we do now? Do we just say, can we, you know, I'll let you have the final 10 seconds because now the thing, it gets into a situation. I think, you know, the situation we're in right now, and I don't mean to make a big deal about a situation. We certainly ending on a positive note. And I don't mean to alarm people. But we've got ourselves in a situation where people are expecting us to play it again, and we can't do it forever. So we're going to have to sort of just say at one point, let's giggle and turn the mics off. Discovering truth will make me free. I like you just the way you are. Please won't you be my neighbor?
Do you ever talk about love with somebody you care for? I hope you do. I think I'll make a snappy new day. Now leaving Nerdist.com.